To remind pet owners that Progressive covers pets on our auto policy at no extra charge, we decided to make a really cute pet-themed radio commercial. Can you hear that, puppy? If you could see this, you would melt. I mean, just the softest fur. Oh, wait. He's trying to open this box now. And... Oh, the box is filled with kittens. If only there was some way you could see this. <laughs> oh, what a glaring oversight. Get coverage for your pets with an auto policy from Progressive. A risk casualty insurance company and affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and is subject to policy terms. Pamela works great now. <laughs> Bitch got in line. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm just joking. I know. I really wasn't fucking offended. Soft, I fucking just, software. I didn't. Software, goddammit. I, I really was not offended. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast for the 18th of december 2015 thank you so much for joining this week we know that there are a ton of shows out there for you to listen to but if you we're glad that you chose us and we thank you for that uh first off for any reason you can always get in contact with anyone on the show by emailing us through mailbag at utahoutcast.com through the text or voicemail line at 347-669-3377 and we're also on twitter facebook and youtube as utah outcasts we are supported financially via our patrons, Robert, Lee, and now Dan, who have gracefully decided to share something with us that only the greatest fans can do for our show, and that's money. Yes, we do the show for free, but to get a guy like me to say that if I had, if I was a little less married and these guys were uh, knocking at the glory hole, I might have to answer. So that's how highly I think of these gentlemen. Uh, anyway, if you two uh, want me to say how much I love you, head over to patreon.com slash Outcast and pledge whatever amount you want. In fact, starting this week, those who donate at the $1 level will get access to the super secret shows that we do, audio only. Um, and there are other rewards for showing support and making the show as great as I know it can be. Just go have a look. Um, but if you if you do want to support the show and you don't feel ready to, quote unquote, go all the way, um, you can leave us a five-star rating on any of the places that you do listen to our show, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher, and soon to be on Google Play. I actually looked into uh, SoundCloud this week, and they limit how many uh, minutes you can have on your account. Like, you can only have, like, 180 minutes. And so I'm like, well, there's one show. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And so uh, we've gained a few new reviews on iTunes, and someone actually pulled their four-star review that was uh, lambasting Felicia that one time. So thank, thank you, whoever you, you are. Cool. That, thank you. If, you. if you want to resubmit with a five-star, that'd be great. That would also uh, be nice. But a lot of the new reviews don't have names attached or no, um, they don't give us any kind of review for the show to let us know what we're doing right or doing wrong. Um, and I can't thank you if I don't see who you are that's giving us this rating. So please let us know who you are. Um, let's see. But seriously, uh, we'll read out whatever you post. Uh, those reviews and ratings are what gains us new listeners. But you can always claim the the hipster way and say that you, you've probably never heard of them. So. And finally, for those watching via the YouTube channel, we'd love it if you can give this video a thumbs up and give us a subscribe. We did get a new subscription. Um, probably can't do it with everybody that ever subscribes, but this guy actually does listen to the podcast as well. So thank you very much. We hope you enjoy the show. So let's get to our panel for the week. And starting things off is the wonderfully irascible, cheeseslinging, femfatal Felicia Antwistle. Hey. And followed by our absent movie critic and ISIS apologist, Kyle Steenblick. 
who hopefully can take a joke better than most people. Uh, and let's see, we have our special guest tonight is Tucker Drake from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast and his co-host, Professor Fuzznuts. Howdy. Welcome to the show, Tucker. Uh, and you guys need to go to the YouTube channel to see his adorable cat that he has on his lap right now. So and uh, I, I'm your host for this evening. Hi, I'm X. And without further interruption, let's get caught up with what we've been up to for the last week. Okay, so there's so much to talk about. Um, two that I'm going to save for my high and low for the end of the show. So you'll have to stick around until the end of it. But uh, what I will talk about up front is I realized that we, the Utah Outcasts, have been at this for a little over six months now. And your math may be off a little bit, dear listener at home, be, because we had a couple episodes recorded that will never see the light of day. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. Yeah, those are the secret good. episodes. Yeah, maybe if we maybe if we can get enough patronage, we can do that. We'll we'll let him go at a certain dollar amount. How about that? Yeah, if we pay the we'll guy, we'll do a donation. We have to yeah. pay the guy. We have to pay the guy. Uh, let's see, because of uh, you know differences of opinion, but this is the d- distilled show you have now. So Kyle, Felicia, and me, and is six months old. And this is significant because if you think about six months, it seems like a long time. But for me, it feels as if we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Um, excited for that as your host and as your producer. So thank you very much for listening. That's been my week. What about you guys? Um, I ate at Frisch, the George Cade's amazing restaurant. Did you go full Whitaker? No. I um oh, I did get a side of nachos, but they usually put beans on them, mm. and I don't like beans. So that would that would make it be. I really don't. I keep trying, and it's just not happening. Like I don't I'm like sorry. beans. I love beans. Woo woo woo! I love beans. How about you? So sorry. so sorry. it was just their <laughs> chips and their uh what that cheese sauce. Um, no, vegan cheese with a Z. Yeah, which I, it it was delicious. Their sauce was delicious, but to call it cheese is a travesty. Um, <laughs> I love you, Lee, and it was it was a it was actually delicious sauce. And so I got a side of nachos, and a side of nachos is like what I make at home as a plate of nachos. <laughs> like, um, but then I got the fancy boy wrap, which was amazing was so good like i'm kind of craving one right now like i really want to eat that <laughs> um but and then uh lee told me that he marinades it in his habanero sauce and he went and got hey. some of his habanero sauce for me to try and oh or not his habanero just a uh, hot pepper just pepper oh okay um but i was he, gonna say felicia damn you're eating habaneros yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, it, it's not that hot that's not that spicy of a sauce actually it's just hot enough but it's got so much flavor he let me try that I and that. i ended up like dipping my nachos in that instead of salsa <laughs> because it was so good it was so so good and then i so i couldn't finish the nachos because the fancy boy wrap was so big that i was i was done so big, so big. <laughs> no it was huge i was like i couldn't handle it <laughs> i finished that because it was really good so i took the nachos home but then i was hungry later so i brought them inside and melted real cheese on them <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome because there was that sauce and the habanero and real cheese and it was yeah, like some of the best nachos I've ever had. <laughs> but Lee, so you know Lee, what? Your, your was, restaurant's delicious. It was Lee was so great because he sat and he talked with me and uh, you know I'm such a food nerd and so we talked about seasoning things and it was great. It was awesome and they have yeah, a we'll have really to... wonderful restaurant there. He did say that he would come back on again, so we got to yeah, try to invite him on again that. one of these days. 
because we do have new stuff coming up in the uh, the new year. I mean, we're not season two yet. I mean, so we can't roll out everything. But yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be exciting January. I can say that at yeah. least. So what about you, Tucker? You been up to anything for the week? Um, no, probably the most exciting thing that happened to me was uh, Fuzznuts decided to use uh, a box of my idiot roommate stuff as a litter box. <laughs> that's funny uh i mean that's rude you you don't know my roommate <laughs> probably had it coming yeah so do you think fuzznuts was trying to uh tell tell him something like this is what i think of your stuff <laughs> no one fuzznuts yeah he's i uh him and his mother i don't have his mother anymore but they both had really distinct personalities and were were <laughs> unafraid of expressing themselves <laughs> usually it was you will pay attention to me now <laughs> or you will suffer the consequences yes, <laughs> yes. okay so let's go ahead and segue into our our news segment uh Hopefully one of these days I'll maybe in season two I'll have nice little things that come in like and now it's time for news or something. But uh, for right now we're just gonna keep me being yammering on and just flapping my jaw here. Uh, so the first little bit of news that we have here is the House Republicans. Hooray for the House Republicans! Oh. Have signed onto legislation declaring support for Christmas because you know it's 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 so under attack. I, you know. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> Representative Doug Lamborn, Republican from Colorado, has introduced a resolution expressing the sense of the House that the symbols and traditions of Christmas should be protected for use by those who celebrate Christmas. They're not under threat. There's no protection. Hmm. They're already protected under the First Amendment, the not the Establishment Clause, and the Freedom of Speech Clause. Like, both of those <laughs> take care of that. They, there's, there's no need to... Are, no, these are people they are... saying that private sector places have to respect Christmas and celebrate Christmas? Is that what they're saying? Because if that's, that's what, what I'm they're wondering. saying, that's fucked up. Yeah, because if you think about it, the Josh Furestein thing and the Starbucks Red Cup, <laughs> that's what this sounds like right yeah. now. Yeah. He's like, how dare you just have a festive, festively colored cup we demand that you put a giant fucking crucifix on right, here. What the fuck does he want? No, snowflakes. Those aren't Christian either, motherfucker. I don't know if you knew you this, but snow doesn't happen when just Christians want Christmas. Like, that's not when snow happens. It snows after Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> it snows for a long time after Christmas, actually. <laughs> and if you live in Canada, it's always snowing. Uh, I don't know. Dave said that where he is, he hasn't gotten shit for snow this year so far. Uh, and yeah, he's like, that, this is not right. It hasn't been that bad either. Which <laughs> yeah, is but not meanwhile, fun. meanwhile, here in Utah, we got about, what, 18 inches in the valley this week. Oh, it was a we had a it was it was the it was the night that we were doing the last episode when I went to bed. It was like snowing just a little bit. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just have to shovel in the morning. Yeah, I got up the next morning and I had to break my back for like two and a half hours getting the fucking driveway cleared out. Because yeah, I figured oh, this is like the third year where we're gonna get light snow. I don't need to get the uh, I don't actually need to get the snowblower going. Yeah, I probably should, but <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, the people want the uh, the resolution to state that the House strongly disapproves of attempts to ban references to Christmas. Who's uh, who's attempting to ban it? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is banning 
references to Christmas. This is the just crazy shit. I, I think they're trying to say, like, well, you can't put it in the state capital. Uh, well, you still can't unless you allow for all other religions. Right, fuckers. yeah. <sighs> oh, oh, and that's what they're doing. They're making they're they're making so nativities can't be taken down. Yeah, they're saying to... no, this is protected speech, which is by the way, privilege, which is not equal speech. Motherfucker. No. Yep. And yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard about the uh the, the gay festivus poll that is causing all sorts of fucking yeah, havoc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a picture and was like, fuck it, they're just bitching about something that's legal anyway. Like, fuck. Well, it's the guy that made the beer can festivus poll a couple of years ago. I think it's Florida. I can't remember exactly yeah, where. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But this year he made multicolored cans that go on in the, the color of the rainbow. And I'm like, go you. <laughs> yeah. It's like the dude that has the zombie Jesus display for the main. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. But they're try- they were like fighting him every day. Yeah, Why? they had like $500 fine every day to take it down. And so like they're like, well, you're not a. Uh, you're not zoned for this kind of thing. You can't have this much stuff. So he like took the roof off the manger. Yeah, which made it not a like, shed. Not a shed anymore. So. Yeah, but I, you know what? He really needs to get in touch with someone because I guarantee fucking tea that every other nativity. FFRF is, would uh, fucking. Yeah, every other nativity with a fucking roof is not being called a shed. Yeah. I would bet you. Well, speaking of nativity, my uh, my oldest, who is currently being indoctrinated by the school system in the state. Wonderful. Uh, I'm doing my best to deprogram some of the stuff. We'll talk about yeah, that Yeah, I want to talk about that. Um, but not deprogram as in, as in the way that is, we're going to talk about later. But the uh, I'm glad that I am secular now as compared to when I was younger because when going through school, you just accepted, the, you know, the at Christmas time, you know, we do the manger stuff and everything like that. And they're like, they're literally handing out like nativity scenes for my kid to color. In school, um, and I'm like, okay, but the thing is, they're tempering it by her learning about other religions around this time. So they're talking. They they did. She came home with a menorah made out of beans and uh-huh. like uh, pasta. So they're doing all sorts of other crafts. So I get it that it's a thing that they're doing. I mean, the, the firebrand and he's like, oh, you fucking doing Jesus at my school, kids' school. Mm, I'm gonna get mad. But there's part of me I'm like, you know what? Fuck that kind of opinion because you know, I mean, a lot for some stuff. Yes, I agree. But this is this is like a little coloring exercise, and it's like, okay, well, when you bring it home, let's talk about this. Yeah, you know? that's one yeah. thing. And so that's like people who so are she all brings up in arms and, about silent night, like, like the only religious song out of all yeah. the classes singing is "Silent Night," and I'm like, hey, Little Drummer Boy's religious overtones too, I think. Oh, yeah. it's super religious. But yeah. like, if I can do okay, first of all. Like, there's a really good chunk of the most beautiful songs for this season are appeal to tradition. religion. <laughs> appeal? No, I'm not appealing to tradition. <laughs> I said they're beautiful songs and that they're musically pretty awesome. And if we were just to get rid of them, it'd be kind of a dick move, man. It just kind of doesn't work. Oh, and uh, choirs are gonna sing religious songs, so yeah, yeah. Because most choral pieces are religious. So anyway, back to the news item here. Uh, Thirty-five fellow Republicans have signed onto the religion. The uh, sorry, the resolution as co-sponsors. As if we couldn't guess already that they were going to fucking clamor for this thing. Yeah, I'm just curious if my representative was one of them. Tennessee, I could almost guarantee. <laughs> we, well, our, we have one who is particularly stupid. So actually, we've got two. 
now that I think about it, because and both well, one is now mine. One used to be mine before they did the redistricting. Um, Marcia Blackburn. I don't know if you. Yep, another name. She uh, yeah, she got her ass handed to her by Bill Nye over climate change. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> she she used to be mine, and then her replacement when they redrew the district is um, Diane Black, who is no better, actually worse <laughs> because. She or the state of Tennessee now drug tests the welfare people, you know, no, which costs more money. This makes no right. fucking sense. Well, her husband just happens to own the drug testing firm. How about oh, that? Funny thing that convenient, isn't yeah. it? Oh. You're right. Yeah, I dropped, <laughs> I dropped my electronic cigarette, which oh. I oh, use my nicotine yeah, delivery system since I have had since I had pneumonia and. Breathing became rather difficult, so. <laughs> Let's see. The next news item that we have here is uh, something involving the debate. I don't know if you guys heard it when uh, Rubio and Cruz were going at each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. That there was a they were talking about the phone surveillance program that we had in America before they finally decided to not tap everybody's phone and get all this metadata and everything. So what Cruz was saying is that this old program covered 20 to 30 percent of phone numbers to search for terrorists. And the new program covers nearly 100 percent of it. And that gives us a, quote unquote, greater ability to stop acts of terrorism. And Rubio knows that's the case. And so Rubio interjected. He's like, "Uh, can I interject here? (laughs) And so they cut off Cruz and Rubio said, let me be very careful when answering this, because I don't think. National television in front of front of 15 million people is the place to discuss classified information. <laughs> so Cruz fucking leaked classified information oh. on the air. Well, God. <laughs> if you've there's a book that was written in the 80s, late 80s, called Inside the Puzzle Palace, which is about the NSA. And yeah. it talks about the phone surveillance program they had then. <laughs> Well, I remember reading a couple of pieces on the uh, the Verge, um, good tech website out there, yeah. where they were talking about the uh, uh, the flooding that happened in New York City. I think it was like two years ago, where it it kind of was it screwed up like Verizon pretty hard, and so they were able to rebuild infrastructure because all of it got flooded and ruined, so they had to rebuild everything. And as they were doing so, the NSA came in and said, "Hey, uh, we want this room back here." And so they like they unabashedly said, okay, they let him do it because that's the cost of doing business in this country nowadays. And it's sad that that's the case, yeah. but what the fuck are we gonna do, yeah. Bernie? Bernie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I I mean, it's it's crazy because they've more or less admitted that they haven't caught anybody. I know they say, oh well, we've used this and caught somebody. Really? If that was the case, we'd know about it because you guys they can't. You guys would tout it to everybody. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean we. The whole raid on Bin Laden was super secret until yeah. it uh, until everything was over, so, and then they yeah, until three like, seals decided to leak all the shit because they saw dollar signs. Well, they, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, even the the the, the you know the administration was yeah. telling oh, yeah, they came the New York right Times and everybody. Like well, this is how we did it. And, well, and pictures of inside the war room. What it, you no? I work in environments. Okay, I don't. I won't say exactly what it is, but. Let's just say that even in the lightest areas of um, security in buildings on base or on installations that are controlled by the government, you're not allowed to take pictures unless you t- contact the front office. You're not allowed to bring a ca- – I mean, people bring camera phones in. 
And they may snap selfies and stuff like that. But if you ever get caught with it, you're going to be in deep shit. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Well, and, and I would imagine that in a place like the White House, it would they'd still be using a film camera because they yeah. don't want the risk of anybody tapping into the electronics, which you could do yeah. if you know what you're doing. Yeah. When I go into my place of employment, I have to leave my phone outside of my work area. And it's just one of those, like, we have to trust everybody else. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, because everybody that works there is supposed to be vetted. So, I mean, hopefully you got nobody that's trying to steal your cell phone and shit. But yeah. it's re- it's real interesting working in an environment where you need to be sensitive about that kind of thing. I mean, I can't even bring my headphones in with me. Yeah, I can't even bring regular headphones. My, the, the one pair of headphones I have, like, every piece of electronics has to be okay. Yeah, it does. I, yeah. I mean, I brought my coffee maker to them, and they're like, they had to inspect it before I could bring it into the room. So, yeah. <laughs> interesting shit. Uh, so, Rubio kind of called them out on it, but it's interesting that when someone like uh, Private Manning or, um, who was the other guy, Snowden, yeah. come out and they release this information, they throw them to the fucking wolves. Yet when it's a senator or, you know, somebody else, they kind of just sweep it under the rug. Yeah. And breaches of, I mean, spilling classified information is something you can get up to five years for each offense. Well, well, at um, I think it was the the, the debate before this one. Um, Carly Fiorina did the same thing. God, I hate her so much. She um, because she (laughs) she was bragging about, oh, how HP bent over backwards to help the feds after 9-11. Oh, yeah, I heard about Yeah, yeah. Heard And <laughs> that was all supposed to be classified and not talked about. Um, I mean, I've I've not handled classified stuff, but I've dealt with um, certain government agencies that, you know, you don't want to know what they do. You don't want to know where they go. You it, mm-hmm. And I mean, you're better off. <laughs> yeah, you you just I, I you know, you. You have to be really careful about even the simplest stuff, even when you're not yep. dealing with classified material. Damn it, Felicia, what are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I, things are broken, and I wanted to put my feet up because my feet don't touch the floor when I sit in chairs, so they were falling asleep. <laughs> so I wanted to put them up. <laughs> Make you a little stool for your desk. Seriously. <laughs> put your feet up. Go to Ikea and buy a cheap one. You're close enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. I'll do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have a couple other ones I'm going to go into, but there's one that I want to jump ahead on my notes here to get to. And that is a Facebook post made by none other than Dallin H. Oaks. And I know Tucker's not going to know who this guy is, but he's a, one of the fucking big wigs in the Mormon church. And he's a complete dickhole too. God, yes. Um, so he, uh, he had been receiving and he said that he did this a few years ago. I bet you he does it every fucking year because the, this is the kind this guy has repeatedly shown that he is this kind of entitled asshole. He said that a few years ago, he analyzed the Christmas cards that he received at his office and at home. He said there were many. So this is not a small sample. You know, he's one, there right there. There's already saying like, oh, no, no, no. You really got to believe me here. And whenever a Mormon tells you, no, you got to believe me. Yeah, like, definitely question everything they're saying. <laughs> You know, well, we had a witness. Okay. We had nine of them. No, you didn't. Shut up. You saw it with your spiritual eyes, not your real eyes. I'm wondering. Yeah, I love this. the spiritual eyes thing. Really? <laughs> okay, but moving on. So anyway, uh, this was not a small sample. And significantly, my sample was uh, biased towards religious images and words by the fact that most of the cards were sent by fellow leaders or members of my faith. Mm, whatever. 
So he uh, sorted the cards into three groups, and in the first group, he put the traditional cards, those with an overt mention of Christ and or pictures of evocative okay. of the... Okay, all right, dude. You are overanalyzing well-wishing okay. sentiment, first of all. <laughs> Fuck you, because so, yeah, he, people this didn't is like have a... to send you shit. Well, he probably he's probably one of those dicks where, like, if you don't send him something, he'll notice it. Oh. One of those passive... Well, he's Mormon, so yeah, passive-aggressive as fuck, so... <laughs> All right. So. Uh, so anyway, he put them in three groups. The first group, the ones that are super Christy. And he said only 24 percent of the cards I received were of the traditional character. So he did a sample size and he got exact fucking numbers. So 24 percent. That's not like saying a quarter. <laughs> That's one percentage off of 25 percent. And then the second group were the cards that pictures and visuals were not religious, but they did have the words Merry Christmas to identify the religious origin of the holiday. And this was the largest group, 47%. So again, weird percentages. Yeah. And in the third group, com- compromising 20, I'm sorry, comprising 29% of the cards I received were had no mention of Christ or Christmas, nor religious visuals at all. 29 plus 24 plus what? 47? 47. Yeah, okay, that does that up to 100, but here's the thing about percentages is that uh, if you're doing, like, like if he got 120 cards and uh, 120, people are let's say that uh, 24 (laughs) people, like, outright mentioned Christ, right? Uh, So that would be... At twenty percent, but like the percentages don't usually just like. I, my They're point not was not proven. I picked really round numbers, but like percentages don't really just. Yeah, you're not gonna have half a card. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just they, they, it was so, really solid. Forty seven percent, and, and he, he, he it's just I don't know. He uh he's talking about the cards that had you know happy holidays, peace in the new year. Peace and beauty of the season, and a few were so daring as to say peace on earth, faith, hope, and love. I'm sorry, if it says faith, that's religious. <laughs> or a stripper's name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if, if it's in that context, not such a bad thing. Faith, <laughs> hope, and love in the new year. It's like faith, you know, that's faith's a, up there. That's my trinity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but none had any. Year. But none of these had pictures suggestive of religion. And then he says here at the bottom paragraph where he hammers it home because the the Mormons, especially at conference, they love to tell long winding stories, long that have a stupid yarns at the end, like and, and then at the very end, don't masturbate. They have to Aesop fable the fucking thing. So Aesop was way more succinct. Was, well, and but and also a lot more fucking entertaining. Yeah, the <laughs> and scorpion, you know, it, d- scorpion does what the scorpion does. It fucking works. The scorpion, and the fox. Yeah. It's like there's a scorpion and a fox. Scorpion says, "Hey, fox, take me across the river." Fox is like, mm, "I don't know, man. You're a scorpion. You'll sting me." He's like, "If I sting you, we'll both drown." He's like, "Good point. I'll take you across the river." Get halfway across the river. Scorpion stings you. He's like, "Dude, the fuck?" And he's like, "You knew what I was." There you go. I, That's the whole story. I, I, I'm happy you brought that up because I did watch a, a I found a YouTube channel of hard to find Mormon videos. <laughs> and this only got like 500 subscribers. Fucking who who would have guessed, you know, not anybody's really clamoring for this kind of thing. But here I am at my job watching these YouTube videos to shake in my head like, God damn it. Why am I watching this shit? Oh, but there was one where it involved a. Show, but... A a Lamanite, or I'm sorry, a Native American <laughs> who carried a rattlesnake down from a mountain 
after he got pride after the rattlesnake said to carry me down it's like um this is just a retelling of somebody else's story man so yeah guess what he got bit at the you knew what i was um so are are those like the uh because i know i've seen the actual doctrinal videos like there's one i fucking kid you not it was like an hour long of how to conduct church hymns like with the fingertips and how to move your hand with whatever beat that you're singing it to. It's like, I'm like, you guys need like an hour. No wonder you guys take three hours to do your church on the weekends. So that's fucking because, retarded, man. Here, I, I, I know basic conducting. I got <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah, that's that's uh four, four time. One that, you know, downbeat. You go down. It's really easy. One, two, three, four. And then uh, three, four time is one, two, three. There it is. They, yeah. The, and I can fucking to you. They don't have some crazy fucking 1616 time signatures or, for their hymns. It's all no, seven fifths. Yeah. No. It's, all, <laughs> it's all fucking three, four or four, four. It does not. I, there you go. People our Boring. Patreon listeners who can see the video. You just learned something that it takes an hour for the Mormons to teach somebody. There you go. Well, the thing is, is like every single one of theirs is like a variant of the Nike symbol. It looks like for when they were doing it's like the swoosh placed on its side. <laughs> and it's like uh, it looks like a big check mark that they're doing with their hands. And I'm like, God, fucking Mormons, man. <laughs> it's really it's really easy. Like they have to have doctrine for every fucking thing they do. But they don't have anything to back up like their. No, but that's why, dude. That's <laughs> why they seriously consume people's lives and then tell them not to look outside of it. They consume their social lives. They consume every aspect, and they offer they enforce as much control over their thoughts and behaviors as they can. Because if these people start free thinking, then they will leave, which is what happens. <laughs> well, I was I was just wondering because I've seen stills from some. Uh, it, it, I guess it's like an open air play that they do out in Utah of events from the Book of Mormon, and there's oh, I don't go uh, to that shit. They do, they do the one at Hill Cumora in New York. I know that. I don't. I think they might have one here too. I just know that my I, I took his kid, his three year old, to see uh, the lights at Temple Square, and they came across the Jesus being born play, and he was like, "Nope, not my kid." <laughs> <laughs> Every nope, nope, nope. Every time I do the uh, the tipple square thing, like, and it's been a number of years since I've done it. I'm gonna wait till my kids are a little bit older, so they're they're less susceptible to the bullshit. Oh, every fucking time. But I love going, and you go into the uh, the visitor center, and you see the giant Christ statue. That's like for people that don't know that aren't from Utah. It's literally like a white marble statue. Yeah, of course, white. That. <laughs> That is, uh, yeah, he yeah, has to, it, it, is, it is shockingly proud. white. He really would have been, come on. It is shockingly white. It is like, oh my God, Americans I think the, uh, the Aryans would be proud of this. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's he's like 12 foot tall and he's standing there and he's got the little tiny little pinpricks in his hand, you know. You know, even though they've said, look, dude, there's no way like you could support your weight yeah. with a nail between your hands. Uh, it just does, actually, it would not when work. I was in Catholic school, they said, oh, artists did that because it looked more dramatic. This is what they told me in Catholic school. <laughs> They're like, that looked more dramatic, but they actually did it. They would have bound his hands and actually done it through the wrist. The, the nails Catholics would... have such an identity crisis. It's so funny. I'm like, hilarious. all right. So like even the Catholics are like, yeah, nails yeah, through the hand right. wouldn't work. 
Yeah, but you guys are like have like super sexy ripped Christ on the cross. You know? <laughs> I know, and it's so depressing. <laughs> it's kind of like a twelve pack. <laughs> um, God, I was. So... But I anyway, the, like, the Christ. When movie. I was a believer, I never really thought through how horrific crucifixion was. I was. I'm always. I've always been somebody sucked up into stories. Even now, I love talking to people and hearing their stories and. Yeah. I love, I, and I'm I'm really into fiction, and you know, I, I get wrapped up in these things. So I was wrapped up in this entire mythology when I was a believer and a kid, and of course I was. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, but like as an adult, I've thought back through like how fucking creepy it is to have like this crucified person as the centerpiece of your church. The fuck, guys! Like <laughs> children are seeing this. What are you doing? <laughs> His dad. Let that happen. Oh, his dad. No, his dad planned for that shit. Well, uh, actually, he was that dad. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot. I was gonna say he, he's he the one that demanded him. that blood sacrifice. There you go. Who, and he prayed to himself, himself, but not at, for... but who wasn't himself, but is was himself <laughs> at that moment to take this away from him because he was afraid. But then is he it... himself, God told him as him, but not as him, that he still needed to do it. Yeah. I've gone all cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome power. <laughs> but Lori Anderson, um, she has this routine where she talks about being in church as a kid and they have the crucifix of you know of Jesus hanging up there on the cross and right. yeah. you know, you know, and he's there naked and, and the uh the priests are pointing to him and saying, you know, you must love this man. Look at this man. Love this man. And she goes, and all the men, out in the, you know, and the, the pews are all sitting there uncomfortable. And she goes, and that is the reason for the invention of Sunday afternoon football. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they can go home and get all about him. seeing that naked man they were supposed to love. <laughs> you're supposed to love but him. don't be gay. I don't know. Yeah. Don't be gay. Don't, be... don't touch yourself. Yeah. No <laughs> masturbation. Even though, so did you know that the Bible does not expressly forbid female masturbation, like in any way, shape, or form? And so a bunch of Slicking. <laughs> a bunch of nuns in America came out and supported female masturbation as something mentally healthy and and a positive thing for women. Especially, I think Kellogg had something to say against that. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, so that's when the Vatican had to send in bishops to oversee the nuns. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> go watch uh, The Road to Wellville. If I give anybody homework oh, for this week, go watch that fucking movie. <laughs> that, is, that is one of my favorite movies. So we and went from talking about how fucked up Mormons are to how fucked up Catholics are because of the one fucked up Mormon. Blueberries. And then we then we looped it around to the Seventh-day Adventist <laughs> <laughs> that wanted you to eat cereal instead of touching exactly. yourself. So. Well, the Seventh-day Adventists did start out in the same area as Joseph Smith, so. They yes, they did. Yeah. Same era. And yep. the witnesses. I've got witness story later, so. Okay, so to wrap it up with Dallin Oaks here, because we are going to go to break here in a second. Uh, he wanted to say, for Latter-day Saints, and let's, let's do it in the sing-songy voice. For Latter-day Saints, Christmas should be a time to celebrate the birth of the Son of God, and also to remember his teachings, capital H. In reality, his life has been has had greater impact on every part of this world and its history than than life wait, than any life ever lived. Than any life ever lived. He's had more impact than any life ever lived. I don't know. The adventures of the I'm H sorry. bomb might have something to say about that. Fuck you, Tesla and Edison have a lot more impact than <laughs> than Jesus ever had. The, or the, the guy that um, invented the Faber Bosch process, which uh, is what they use to make 
nitrogen for fertilizer and explosives. Uh, uh, yeah. Fleming with the pe with penicillin and the discovery oh, of antibiotics. Yeah, penicillin. Um, what about the woman who discovered the shape of DNA through crystalline photography of cells? And then Wallace and Crick, who were able to nail it down to the double helix because of her crystalline pho photography. Uh, there's those guys. Or maybe there's no, 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 the no, 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 but Jesus. But Jesus. But then Sorry. maybe there's the woman who figured out <laughs> how genetics are actually transferred through the DNA through her study of maize. But you know, no, Jesus. Or or Henrietta Lacks. Or you guys are so smart. Fucking Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Go listen to Tucker's show, Atheist <laughs> in the Trailer Park. He will fucking book learn you. <laughs> it's a damn shame. You should Okay. I, you deserve the most audience in the world because I've gone gone from listening to your show a couple of times. I'm like, fuck, I never knew that. Damn. And it's... I will start listening. It, it kind of reminds me of um, Trailer Park Boys where like, oh. <laughs> where Bubbles is supposed to be the dumbest one and he's awesome. And like this show actually deals with some very interesting characters that, who and morality on a different level. I don't know. So, like, I love Trailer Park Boys. I found it was actually, like, a really clever and intelligent show. So I've never seen it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, He's like, I, I don't need it. to. I just I look out it. the window. One of my favorite things was Bubbles, the character. He would, steal, <laughs> he would steal broken sh uh, shopping carts, fix them, and then sell them back to the grocery stores as a con. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, dude, that is an honest living. <laughs> like, oh, and Bubbles loves cats, and <laughs> he's, I, he's like one of. I just love that show. Sorry, so but it, like that's what it reminds of me world. of. Like, you're you've got your atheist tra uh, trailer park, and then it's like trailer park boys was this spoof on a trailer park, but they end up being these wonderful, well-rounded characters. <laughs> and uh, so he says, uh, as we're going off the more than any uh, life ever lived, his gifts to us are the greatest gifts ever given. Not a one. Connection nope. to be documented. <laughs> nope, because my Super Nintendo that I got when I was like eight, that's the best gift. And, uh, like, that's my Red Rider BB gun of gifts. Sorry, you know? sorry. I was trying to find <laughs> the, one of the, the sweetest gifts that I've ever been given. It's a beautiful necklace from my mother that says, I love you to the moon and back, which is something we used to say growing up. That's a little brown nut hair or whatever, like the nut hair brown, I don't know, brown nut hairs. I don't it's it's from this book that I read to my kids. I can't remember what it is. Brown nut hairs. Nut hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, don't be Child protective the, services. Uh, <laughs> CPS. Don't don't. Anyway, I'm making jokes. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Curly said to Curly, <laughs> "I'm hanging a little low today, guys." But I'm just saying um, that I have proof. From the people who love me, that they love me. It's really easy, actually. And their gifts are like things. Or I could just, Tangible you see things, this you room know. that I am existing in right now? That's love. Yeah, that's my mother's <laughs> kindness. In fact, I would. What did Jesus give you? Jesus never gave me shit. He gave me a complex as a kid <laughs> thinking I was going to burn in fire. <laughs> like, like you'd. No, no, wait. He's the, and he's then he'd the, be he's like, scared. I hope saw that. <laughs> he, he's my neighbor. <laughs> he's the guy that made me shut down having sex on Christmas because I'm like, no, 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 we shouldn't do this. It's <gasps> Jesus's birthday. Yeah, yeah, it's That's probably messed up. My whole... <laughs> I know. See, I God. by the time I started having sex, I was like way out of the Jesus thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was questioning at that point. I was I was the the quote unquote agnostic. You know? Oh. You know, I still I still believe, but I don't believe organized religion's the right way. You know, it's a process, people. It, it, really it is. is. It is. You 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 don't go from like pew sitting Mormon to like <laughs> to firebrand atheist in like a week. It takes quite a while. Right, but then you like get there and you're like, fuck those guys. <laughs> like, wait, what? We believe this shit. Oh, so he uh, he says he says that the gifts from Christ are the assurance of immortality. Uh, you can't know that shit. And the opportunity for eternal life. Wait, so wait. he repeated himself. Yeah. Let, let me read that again. Yeah. The assurance of more immortality and the opportunity for eternal life. What are the what's the difference there, buddy? What's the, what's difference, the difference there? there well, buddy? you know. Well, everybody's going to be like, well, there is a difference, you know, mm-hmm. Christ, you know, it, Jesus did it. Dallin Oaks, I'm going to, I'm speaking from authority here. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's, it's code because he don't want to talk about the whole Koloff thing. And fi- yeah, he doesn't <laughs> want to bring up Kolov and Elohim and all that fun stuff. So even though there is an entry on LDS dot, LDS.org for Kolob, and it actually says that they believe it is the. The star closest oh, to where God resides. That is their official doctrine. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't have to read Book of Abraham to get oh, there. Wait, and they do. Yeah, they believe it's the planet close in the close to the closest star. Right? Closest to that star there. Which is yeah, because uh, makes me wonder. Star Trek Five here. What does God, God do with the star? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's just that we know what the closest star is, and uh, thus far, it doesn't have habitable planets. That we know of, yeah, anyway. yeah, except for it's... habitable to us. How about that? Let's put that one there. Okay, you know, because God probably can live on a, a, a gas giant. I would assume he would totally live on Jupiter. God would be such a dick that he would live on Jupiter. Like there I is on named, Jupiter. Jupiter is named after the Roman god who was the same yep. as Zeus. So there's that big bad yeah. motherfucker, just like our planet. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, seriously, if you guys don't know us, little if you guys have never. They haven't looked into like astronomy for the for like our local system here. Jupiter is a badass motherfucker. Actually, yeah. <laughs> we, we get ambient heat from Jupiter. Some of our heat, like, uh, okay, it's minuscule amounts, and if the sun went out, it wouldn't be enough, like even close. But yeah, yeah but our core would keep us warm for a while. <laughs> uh, what? I said our core would keep us quite warm for a oh, while. For a little while. Not living on the surface, but <laughs> for a little um, while. I. You know who the bad astronomer is, right? Phil Plate? Yeah. Um, Ages ago, in the early days of the web, he actually used to post on his message board. And um, I asked... You're dating yourself, Tucker. Huh? (laughs) I said you're dating yourself there. I know. (laughs) Um, But I... As long as you can say BBS, you're fine. (laughs) I used those, too. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Altnet and Gopher. (laughs) I don't. I know, right? I do. Yeah. I was actually uh, banned from using chat rooms. But he, uh, <laughs> at, at, so I, one time I asked, I says, okay, if the sun went out, how long would it take for the earth to freeze? And, you know, just assume that the sun magically vanished and it was like a hundred years and we'd be, I, th- I, th- I so think. Yeah, I, relatively nothing. Yeah. I think that's how I mean, long it would take for the earth to freeze because. You know, it would. It well, would if we be... don't have a sun, then we're not orbiting anymore. And if we don't, if we're not orbiting, then I do believe that affects the pull of the rotation of the center of the Earth, which is what keeps that liquid. Is that it's still moving because there's energy there, and the energy as the energy pushes it around. And I'm not saying energy reasons. I'm not not like 
Okay, your bodies have energy. Have and yeah, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm saying that that there's literal literal energy that's being given off as heat. Like, and the, as it's moving, it generates more energy. And I mean, it is slowing because there's always entropy. Um, but if we are not orbiting the sun, then there is less energy being put into the earth, into its orbit. And therefore the spin of the center of the earth slows. And therefore we do eventually freeze solid. So with that, <laughs> we're going to go to our first commercial break. Um, we'll be back shortly here in a second. We're going to go get refreshed drinks and possibly smoke or whatever we're going to oh, do. Definitely. Don't judge us. Fuck you guys. Mm. I'm gonna... No, not fuck you guys. We love you. We love yeah. you. We say that with with all the love that we possibly can. Um, so with that, say to family, oh fuck you. Yeah, doesn't mean we hate you. No, it's like it, it, it's, it's, it's a term love. of endearment. Goddamn it. Love. Both. I, I haven't talked to my brother in a number of years, and that's another story for another time. But it's it's not for hatred. It's just like I'm done with you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I've li- I've lived with you my whole life. I don't want to talk to you until we're old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Brother and I, our term of endearment whenever we'd see each other is middle finger. <laughs> and you know what? It's just it's our brotherly way of saying I love you. So <laughs> so with that, we're gonna go to our commercial. <laughs> Are you tired of hearing the same old depressing news? Exhausted with the state of the world and see no hope for its future. Then why not escape reality with the Atheist Apocalypse podcast? Come meet the people in the mysterious events of the Tri-Counties, where the despair is hilarious and the baseless hopelessness is scarce. A fictional comedy audio story. Unlike anything in the podcasting realm, Atheist Apocalypse will take you away from your daily woes while informing you about the secret plot to take over the planet. Stupid. Don't tell the listeners of the show that. I'm not ready. Sorry. I thought they should know. You're an idiot. They need to listen to Atheist Apocalypse first. Otherwise, they'll be unprepared for the news. If your podcast lineup needs some comedy, or even if it doesn't, add Atheist Apocalypse Podcast to your queue. To enjoy our bi-weekly adventures with the wacky cast and crew, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and YouTube, or find all the information you need at AtheistApocalypse.com. And we're back. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our real audio segment, the fun with real audio, I should say. <laughs> and the first up that we have here is, uh, I see the last name is Root, and I know it's not Steven Root because that guy's a great fucking actor. Um, let's see, what's his name? Uh, actually, I don't have his name, but okay, anyway, he's some sort is of... so cute. But uh, he is uh, currently saying that Hillary should be hanged. But is blackmailing Republicans? So let's let's hear his wonderful right, here. Let me make sure my audio is a decent level here. No one gives a damn in the media. They don't care because their agenda is helping Obama, supporting Obama, defending Obama, championing Obama, and soon it'll be helping, championing, and supporting Hillary Clinton. Even though we all know in this room that if it was a Republican guilty of everything Hillary's guilty of, he'd be in prison for the next twenty years. <laughs> Wait, what is she guilty of? Sorry, um, uh, what is she the, the having, guilty having of? the private email server that every other Secretary of Defense has had? Yeah, or State Secretary of State. Secretary of State. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Benghazi, yeah. Benghazi, Benghazi. Yeah, pretty much. I saw yeah. that there's a there's a documentary coming out called like the the the, the uh what is it the 13 hours 13 and hours. whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't. It's yeah. not a it's not it's a not documentary. documentary. It's, a, it's a Michael Bay film. Yeah, it is. 
explosions, yeah. titties. Basically. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll go watch them. Exploding titties. <laughs> <laughs> Exploding titties. <laughs> I actually can't get through a Michael Bay film anymore because I'm like, God, women are more than their ass, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> they they are. are. I'm just saying, <laughs> Jessica Jones had a hot female lead having sex often, and it was still a great show. Michael Bay, you can have female characters broke, that are more than an ass. I'm <laughs> just saying it's yeah. possible and awesome. And with my guy reptile brain, I do have to say that I do appreciate every time she got out of those jeans. <laughs> Jessica Jones? I, got back in, I loved okay. every scene. It is not anti-feminist to be like, I appreciate bodies. Unless, I love Especially ass. if I am mostly straight and yeah. they are opposite sex. I love looking at that because I am a straight female and I, oh, well, mostly straight uh, female. On Wednesdays. <laughs> on Wednesdays. <laughs> you were, you well, didn't catch the blonde barista thing. Um, yeah. with, uh, with, with most of the panel here, we, uh, we don't, we don't cater to the, the, the binary. No. Because we catch ourselves every once in a while going, that's a good fucking looking guy. You well, know? Yeah. And Felicia often is like, mm women <laughs> and okay I so mean, fine. i was i was As in a bodybuilding somewhat... for a number of years so i i spent a lot of time looking at scantily clad guys with lots of muscles so i mean mm, mm. It, yeah. i'm not saying i'm not going to take him to a hotel room and i said jokingly at the beginning of the show about the glory hole and dan and everything like that but it's it's more of a you know i can appreciate the male aesthetic and you know, if can... they were dressed as a woman and women and it was super dark he might not you know <laughs> you might not hey, i i gotta think for female bodybuilders too i mean people are like ew look at all those muscles i'm like oh yeah. no like women like ronda <laughs> rousey i'm like oh no, no I, i'm talking like the ones that are completely yoked with the yeah, fake but i don't like guys who look like that <laughs> you, so, you, 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 it takes a lot of chickens to like. Yeah, I like chubby yeah. guys. You like might you find attractive what you find attractive. That's just yeah. Um, in idea, I like basically islanders. Like my favorite is the 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 Pacific Islanders, like those giant muzzle bound men. As I'm getting closer to the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Blue. in reality, like I've. Okay, no, I did meet I did meet one of them, and I was married oh, at the time, and his name was uh, Uli, and he was our trainer, and he was so beautiful. <laughs> um, but other than that, like uh, in reality, like I, I've had like like really hot guys like hit on me, Felicia. and I'm not interested. Felicia, okay. blueberries. blueberries. That was a hell of a that was a hell of a blueberry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just yeah. Back to Hillary Clinton. Yes, Hillary Clinton <laughs> and her mail server. And by the way, the no gay feelings towards her whatsoever. So. No, no, she's she is the uh, thanks to the local radio host Carrie Jackson, who was on the show. You need to go listen to that episode. So. Uh, where I cannot hear Hillary Clinton talk without thinking of the 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 grand leader of the Martians on Mars attacks with her ack 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 ack. <laughs> I would I would call sexism on you guys and us guys <laughs> and Godless Revolution, but they make fun of the way like everybody looks, so I'm like, that's not sexist. <laughs> like, no no, no. <laughs> See, it has nothing to do with looks. It's her it's the shrillness, you know, the mm-hmm. 
I mean, I make fun of Ted Cruz all the time because he sounds like I, a guy. I'm actually that is projecting his voice through his anus, and it sounds like <laughs> I'm letting out a squeaker, but I'm li- I'm pitching it every once in a while to make it sound like it's a balloon going off. <laughs> I I just ah oh, just Hillary Clinton. I don't know. Yeah. So the media is is supporting Hillary or supporting Obama. I'm sorry. What media are you watching where it's like, oh, we love Obama? Because for the most part, all I'm catching from uh, arguably I am watching a lot of um, right wing news for some self-punishment reason. I, oh, wait, because I do a podcast. That's why um, <laughs> there it is. where you guys are there's completely lambasting Obama for every slight that he might do. It's like if he why, if he picks his nose at some inopportune moment, look at that. Obama eats his boogers like no, no. just like everyone oh. else. Wait, he used his right hand. Muslims don't use their left hands. It's like, he's a Muslim. Oh, I'm so sick of that one. I'm like, he's not a Muslim. He's a beer-drinking, bacon-eating fucking Muslim. How about that? Yeah, and his wife shows her shoulders. Yeah, I'm a lefty, too, so I would be offending everybody in the Muslim world. Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm a female who Uh, Yeah, well, you're just unclean. (laughs) No. Goddamn periods. (laughs) Get back to your red tent. Uh, <laughs> I, no. So let's get back to Root. What does he have to say? Everybody here? knows that. The crimes that Hillary Clinton has committed, no Republican on earth could get away with. And I'm not talking about Benghazi. I'm not talking about the emails. I'm not talking about the secret uh, surveillance emails or uh, top secret emails. All I'm talking about is, can you imagine a Republican secretary of state working for a Republican president starting a foundation for charity that collects money from foreign governments by the hundreds of millions and billions and then takes. Wait, wait, hold wait, on. Wait. Huh? Hundreds and millions and billions. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah I, those are I, I don't think numbers. the Clinton Foundation takes in that kind of cash. Well, well, and, hundreds of millions. Yeah, they've. They, they're yeah. Yeah, and a nonprofit. Billions. I mean, nonprofits are, I would know. <laughs> Pretty yeah. scrutinized. <laughs> oh, and, and and let's not forget that George H. More than churches. George H.W. Bush started the Points of Light Foundation in, in his term, which they took in a lot of money. And strangely, it didn't go to anything. You know, like churches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, didn't the Clinton Foundation, doesn't that predate her appointment as Secretary of State? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Well, then, yeah, she didn't use it to. That was. And like yeah. most quote unquote celebrity nonprofits, usually the person that has the name of the foundation doesn't do a fucking thing that has a fucking thing to do with it at all. No, they go, I have this idea, and then they hire people to take care of it. Yeah. Case in point, live strong. Well, yep. and it's yeah, it was it was started by and it was not started by her, it was started by his, her husband. Yeah. Just like every almost almost every ex president has a charitable foundation. Nonprofit, a yeah. nonprofit. So but um they take in lots of money. So, mm-hmm. I, okay, so I haven't heard the problem yet because the Susan G. Coleman Foundation, which, by the way, only brings in money for breast cancer awareness, and the smallest portion of their donations actually go to research. And, yeah. Uh, and, and, and most of the aware- money that goes to awareness goes to making sure that the fa- president of the Susan G. Coleman Foundation is aware of just how much she can, how many new brand new Lexuses she can have. Exactly. So the Susan G. Coleman Foundation takes in a lot of money and it's still a non-profit. And only a marginal amount. Yeah. Right. To- so I want, so, but the, my point being, um, it doesn't really matter how much money a nonprofit brings in. 
Yeah. So what's your point here, buddy? Yeah, let's get back the to money this. in and hands out government contracts to the same country that made the contribution from the State Department. That's not a criminal offense. That's a hanging treasonous offense. No, it's not. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, if you look at the current political situation in the U.S., you'll notice that a lot of donors to various elected officials are also the same people writing the legislation that is then passed by those cell, those same officials. Mm. Yeah. You know? Sickening. No, <laughs> no, not a hanging. That's not treason. <laughs> if somebody from what? ISIS donated money to their nonprofit, that's actually not treason. No, because I'm just taking your money. Yeah, they're taking their money. That's no, that's not a beholden. It's not. It's it's not a saying. Yes, I I agree with you. No, it's yeah. It's not. Oh wait, but I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Citizens United said that uh that money is free speech. Oh yeah. So yeah. exactly. So that's exactly yeah. the point. Stop trampling on their free speech rights. You know, First Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> with that bracing uh, concluding comment, how about some questions? He didn't mention Vince Foster. I'm disappointed. <laughs> no Vince Foster, no Whitewater. Jeez, they're slipping. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no friends of Bill, which was code for people who died under mysterious circumstances. In oh Arkansas. yeah, that's an interesting. That was an interesting. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I lived in Arkansas when he was governor. And <laughs> God damn it, Arkansas. <laughs> and Lewis Black on. One of his <laughs> albums has a great rant about Arkansas. God, I love this <laughs> I'd I'd listen. He's got a lot of good audiobooks out there too that he reads. So I have been a, I've been trying very hard not. Okay, you know what? No, no, no. I'm done. The end of this episode. I've got two things to say, and they're not high and low. I've got uh, <laughs> I've got a save it, save it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Let this. Oh, Root is currently taking a question from somebody in the audience, and I don't oh. think they have a mic, so you can't hear it. So let's hear his response. Go to jail? Is oh. Hillary going to go to jail? Yes. You're asking. I I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. No. If, uh, no. Comey, the FBI director, is totally on the straight and narrow. Uh, you know, I've written many articles. I'm on the record as saying I believe we've got. <laughs> massive- oh, okay. Hold on. I'm sorry. I got. I got to say. I've I got to say this. Many. Yeah, I've got. We've written many articles. <laughs> So the fuck what? That does not make you an expert in anything, motherfucker. It's, I've got many fine leather I'm reminded books. of the motivational speaker that was hired when I worked for the National Guard who was, and I'm not, I'm not joking, this was quoted on his website, self-proclaimed master of listening. The, what the fuck? <laughs> like, so you've done a thing. Like, <laughs> I do many a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, you know, if I might put my own socks on, like what the fuck? if if Obama hasn't turned W and Cheney and Rice and all the others over to the International Criminal Court for <laughs> crimes against humanity, <laughs> yeah, exactly. then, then there's no way Hillary's going to jail. No, no for her not for her husband's nonprofit bringing in lots of money. No, no. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so. Next up on the pallet here, we have everybody's favorite Mormon ex shock jock, uh, uh, Glenn Beck. Oh, God, I hate, God, I hate, God, I hate. Who All right, let's is hoping that. I'm so glad I'm out of whiskey. He's hoping that President Ted Cruz will appoint a certain local Utah legislator uh, and also a, uh, uh, I believe he was a legal scholar. 
you wouldn't think so with some of the shit he tries to pass. But anyway, it's him talking to Mike Lee. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, so, okay. I do I okay. do actually have more whiskey, but I'm resisting getting more because I really want more whiskey. You don't need a hard day tomorrow. That's why I stopped, too. I, I was going to get one of the shelf beers, and I'm like, no, no, those need to get more dust on them. I don't need to. Okay, I'm just going to. It's fine. I don't need to hurt fine. myself tonight. It's fine. It's fine. Let's do that. In the show with Johnny Cash, if I did that. I'll hurt my <laughs> Okay, so Glenn Beck, hang on. Now, but let's play this out. Ted Cruz becomes president. What? Which would never fucking happen. Just, just, That's not going to happen. Just no. Just, just no. Just no. no. It, it's possible, but let's hope that it's not. Because <laughs> I'm going to Canada if it does. Well, yeah, because we're going to be rounded up. I'll use I'll use Godwin law shit here. Yeah, I'll go straight Godwin on this one. Yeah, I don't think there's a problem with doing that nowadays. Everybody's like, ah, well, you can't go straight to the Nazis. No, you you can. Uh, well, I think I think Cruz or Trump would go straight for the nuclear weapons. So, <laughs> oh god, they're so scary. They're so scary. That's fine. Okay. Oh, so speaking of which, Trump actually made good. Uh, like Vladimir Putin says that Trump is a great. Guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, all they, they both of them had a mutual masturbation. Um, announcements. You know, they weren't at the same press conference, but, you know, Trump said something nice about Putin, and Putin's like, oh, yeah, I like Trump. He's he's one of the more manly of the people running for okay, government. Okay, yeah, 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 <laughs> fuck both of them. Fuck. Yep, fuck him. Okay, so Ted Cruz. Okay. And, and President Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here one of the Supreme Court justices kick it. Uh, okay, first of all, he's hoping, he's waiting for, like, someone really? like Ginsburg to die. Yeah, he's waiting really. for the Women to die is what he's waiting for. And he said, kick it. Yeah. Yes, kick it. Uh, like Beastie Boys and Fight for Your Right. Yeah. Kick it! <laughs> and he says, I want you to be the Supreme Court justice. Okay, well, Ted Cruz will just be further demonstrating that he has no fucking idea what he's doing. Okay, no. Because no. you don't appoint Mike Lee, <laughs> the guy who's maybe a few years older than me, but has more ambition... <laughs> Okay, aren't they supposed to be lawyers? Yeah, yeah, they should be lawyers, and that's not a so, joke. You know, they should be lawyers. Should be fa- well. Well, Mike Lee does have a law degree. Ah, fuck. So I mean, he's a member of the bar. Gross, he has to gross, be. I would assume. Gross, gross. But I mean, the, as as stupid as some of the shit that he does, I've read some of his works, and he does have sound points for things. I just disagree with them. He's just he he's he's a good Weasley lawyer. I want to point out that Fiorina said that our country should not be lawyers arguing over laws in the last debate. And oh, uh, yeah. just real quick, that's, fuck her for that line, because that's what that's lawyers fucking do. That's all we got. <laughs> that's a good thing. We want lawyers to argue over laws. We want them to do that thing. That sounds like the kind of shit that like people that are really fucking high talk about. Like, hey, man, you realize that money is just like. Paper? People agree. <laughs> like it's just paper, man. Are just there arguing over the law. They're like, I have a job, but like, is that job a tangible thing? You're like, oh. no, you don't use tangible when you're high. You'd be like, is that like a real thing, bro? Like do I have a? I've never been high, so I'm just guessing. Do, here, do so. I have a job, or does oh, my job gosh. have me? Yeah. <laughs> can't remedy that until the real job is gone. And Mostly, I just stuff. watch cartoons and then wonder about how serious I should take the. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give me some crunch berries after <laughs> I eat like a stone gentleman. <laughs> so, Mike Lee, what do you say? Well, I, 
I don't think I know any lawyer, certainly I don't know any law geek, who wouldn't be highly flattered by even a hypothetical like that being asked. Oh, you. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm so just, pretty. Just, just, just suck each other off already. Yeah, I love you. I love you, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, this is BBFFs. Oh. Totally. Yeah, oh. I, I would count myself among those who, who would be highly flattered by something like that. I, I'd be very grateful. I would, uh, be, I would be, but I'm not actually in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, moving on. Can you imagine... Uh, Mike, at your age, how the left would react to you being uh, nominated for the U.S. Supreme Court. I mean, you could have 50 years on the court, and I think they would just be delighted with that. Oh, my <laughs> God. You know, because it's all about, you know, left versus yeah. right. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's, yeah. That's how I react. It, like, yeah. con? Mm, <laughs> you're like... <laughs> Like, you know, I'm glad that Roberts has finally decided on a lot of these cases where he has to go with the rule of law, mm-hmm. not with the rule of his party. Yeah. And so, yeah. Because it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. What does the Constitution say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what matters. I, I would be <laughs> yeah, you know, delighted. It, it, it's interesting. I don't think I would be their first choice. No, no, no I don't. I don't. You wouldn't be anybody's. You wouldn't be anybody's first, second, or third choice. <laughs> or two hundred fiftieth, for fuck's sake. <laughs> they would. They would look at. They would look at the work you've done legally. They would look at your legal work, and they would go, "This is not very good." <laughs> like this is L. Ron Hubbard. You are like, bad sci-fi. at your job. <laughs> you are bad at your job. Yeah, this is pulp. Yes, let's 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 talk to the people you've been legal counsel for, and let's just see how good a job they think you did. Yeah, definitely not the lawyer on Jessica Jones in this case. Yes, Ooh, she's scary. <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss, though, oh, man, right? and her and her like legal aid, man. That scene where she's like, yeah, you can have this once the divorce goes through. Sorry. If you guys haven't seen Jessica Jones yet, go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or find a way to watch it. You know what's more great like... about the, the lawyer character on Jessica Jones is that was that character was originally, was originally a, man, a guy. Mm-hmm. And he changed like nothing about the character. <laughs> and it's it so slimy as fuck totally lawyer that's good works. at their job. <laughs> totally fucking works. Cause you know, I'm I'm done with this guy. I'm not gonna Yeah, make I don't care anymore. what he has to say. Yeah, I know. He would. Really he would never. We talk, even, we start talking about he, Jessica Jones again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. That's how bored with Mike Lee. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. I, it just would. I brought him in only because he's a local, and I have to. He, he's the same asshole to shut down the government and with Cruz, and so it's like those two guys have like this buddy fuck fest, like festival mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. It, like you know what we should do? <laughs> we should totally get in this car that has the rebel flag on it and you shout yeehaw as we're jumping really, over fucking boss hog. Really uh, you really want know? more whiskey right now? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, anybody remember the uh, U.S. envoy to the U.N. Uh, by the name of Bolton? Oh uh, yeah, yes, yes, Michael Bolton. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> Bolton, right? the, the no talent ass clown. Yeah. The guy that looks like a fucking walrus in human skin. Yes. No, I'm not a walrus. No. The, the guy the guy that nobody wanted. Yeah. Go watch Tusk. Nope. That's more homework for you. Go watch Tusk. Nope. <laughs> so uh he, he he recently I mean, he's probably making his money nowadays doing speaking gigs because if you get one 
like major role in the country. You can go around and just go on the speaking circuit for all can this shit. Can somebody start hiring me for that, please? I wish. Uh, so he wants to talk about Obama and how much of a threat he is to national security. Oh, Here for fuck's sake. All right. The fact is, Barack Obama does not view American national security as one of his priorities. Okay, real quick, I want to point out that every time somebody says the fact is, they're generally not going to say a fact. <laughs> yeah. A fact like, is I, 2 I, plus I'm 2 lucky. equals 4. That's a fact. It's a fact that life has evolved from a single life form. That's a hmm. fucking fact. Gravity is a fucking fact. The fact yes. that Obama, there's no fact that Obama does not care about national security. Fuck you. The fact <laughs> is, fuck you. He's yeah. one of these guys that grips the microphone like way down here. Yeah. Like, I'm talking into a microphone. <laughs> and now <laughs> I will. Just imagine putting your like your fist into your chest and curling your elbow as far as extended as it'll go from like your shoulder. I'm holding a microphone. I it's am a, a, a it's ballet beach ball thing. You know? You're <laughs> holding a beach ball. You're holding a beach ball. And you lift it up. And you lift it up. I think, I think he's, wearing, he's wearing one of those like Yale skulls rings too. Probably it looks like he's got this giant fucking like door knocker ring going on. <laughs> like from the movie Dutch. You might remember that movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nope. Sorry. Blueberries. Blueberries. It's in the way with what uh, his real priority is, and he told us very candidly in the 2008 election, it was to fundamentally transform the country. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, because yes. after yeah. Bush... Because we weren't going so hot. Yeah, it kind of needed to be done. And <laughs> I, I had a discussion with a guy at work last week about how Obama... Not, I can't say single-handedly, but he did a lot more to bring this country out of recession than anybody else recently right. has. Right, and then there, there's the Republicans and their debate. The country is in a state of decay. It's so bad. I'm like, it is so much better than when your last guy left office. <laughs> so right I, I, off. And I know Dan's brought it up many a time before. He's like, I just love how like the Republicans shit all over America and then say, this is the best country yeah. in the world. We are I America. Know, We're the I greatest thing ever. I, but America is a piece of shit right now because this fucking black guy in the you office, you know, they will never go that far. But, you know. uh, well, I, I'm waiting for that to happen. I'm waiting for for somebody. I'm waiting for Trump to drop the N-word. Yeah, exactly. I, I, would, fucking, I would stand yeah. to oh, so Trump much. if he ever did that. I want that to happen so much because <laughs> then I could go to my fellow and be like, you serious now, dude? This guy? This really? fucking guy. <laughs> This fucking guy. Sad this fucking mook. You know? Sadly, I know many people will be like, well, he's right. He's right. He's, he's just right, speaking yeah. his mind. He's just saying what we're well, all thinking. I mean, you okay, know, that's there, what's there's, terrible. there's two it's different that, kinds. And... This, this is terrible is that uh, my boyfriend doesn't hate gay people. He was believed in gay marriage for a long time. He doesn't hate women. He supports me and my feminism. He's like, no, she knows what she's talking about. Uh, we had a whole conversation about Planned Parenthood and how he, he seriously went on this whole thing where he's like, they, you know, they remember, uh, I don't know if you saw it, Planned Parenthood, 86% of their revenue comes from abortions. And like his whole point was, first of all, I proved that you can't prove that number, first of all. Second of all. Second of all, so fucking what? Right. Exactly. That was his point. He, goes, he goes, even if it, if it was, even like that's what he said. And like we have these conversations where I'm like, dude, we agree. I'm like, everything. Why Trump? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest country. Alaska. That 
we'll make America He's great again Alaska, together. And I, I have this I, beautiful I, plan for this beautiful wall that I'll put a giant T on. I adore him. Yeah. I do. He's great. But he's from Alaska, and sometimes they're weird in Alaska. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what Alaska refers to the rest of the U.S. as outside. <laughs> just, he tells me about Alaska, and I'm like, "That's you." Hey, what? do you know the capital of Alaska? Uh, security just distracts from that. I think that it's critical that we make national security the central argument in the 2016 election. This is me just making a masturbatory motion here. Oh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have I, the largest has, has, military the, by far. Bigger than the next 25. You, you want to know, know what'll affect <laughs> national security, motherfucker? Making guns harder to get. I, I read a news article this week that uh, guns kill as many people as cars. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, you know, it'll help national security, motherfucker, making guns harder to get. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know what? I have to use my car every day. I I don't own a gun, but there's not a daily usage for a, there's for a, gun, a gun in our house. I don't really know where nobody's relying on it for home security. Seriously. Nobody cares. In fact, I. Uh, did all the I filled out all the paperwork and everything for my concealed carry? Never got it. Nope, because that's responsibility. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't care to carry. I ain't got kids. I don't want a gun. I never Fuck wanted that. to carry a gun. I never wanted to carry one concealed. I okay. So let's let Bolton finish so we can get this fucking human walrus out of the way. Our fellow citizens uh, need to understand that while there are a lot of other important issues out there. There isn't anything more important than protecting the country. Global warming, motherfucker. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was what was the um, the thing about those who would sacrifice a little essential, a little bit of liberty for uh, security? Yes. Yeah. Deserve, deserve, deserve neither. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Bolton. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think you can see the risks that we've undertaken over the last seven and soon to be eight years by electing somebody who's utterly unqualified. And I, I would say for fuck's sake. What makes him unqualified? Would... What, what, what makes him unqualified? Oh, he, he never says. Oh, but okay. It's, it's amazing that, you know, <laughs> even if you come into a job completely fucking unqualified after year one, you should have a pretty fucking good handle on what you're doing. Yeah, you, you at least know where the coffee maker in the bathroom is. Yeah. Well, I mean, what yeah. what are what exactly are the qualifications to be president? Uh, able to handle a shitload of stress and to never be alone <laughs> ever isn't again. It, isn't it just like being a a, a natural? I mean, how would you like to be the secret and thirty five? Yeah. How would you like to? Be that's it. Yeah. Or be a Sorry. white man. And oh, you have to have lived in the U.S. in the past fourteen years. Okay, so yeah, those are the those are the qualifications right there. Those are the minimum qualifications. Man, be a guy. <laughs> and, and policy. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, and Christian. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't get elected otherwise. No wait, no wait. Obama got elected. He's a secret Muslim. I forgot about that. He's an atheist Muslim. He you is know, because those exist. Yes. <laughs>
Thanks. Actually, I heard one on the the atheist experience this last week. Guy who identifies both as atheist and Muslim, as Muslim. So, if you're talking culturally, yeah, yeah I was like, cultural yeah. Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> cultural is possible. Like you can have cultural Jews. Yeah, I, I'm culturally Mormon because I live here. I have, I actually have said I'm culturally Christian, but that's not the point. Yeah, yep. simply doesn't care about them. The net effect of Barack Obama's presidency will show that the biggest threat to national security that we have is sitting in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Sure. Fuck you. What is he saying? He's not saying. Well, he's he's, he's, he's saying he's saying him. he's saying that there's a black man in the Oval Office. It, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's 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 what it boils down to. There, there's no definite policy or anything like that. It's just well, well, you know, I think we need to do this, and I think we. I guarantee you, because because there were back when there were there all the forest fires in Russia, uh, so many years ago. Yeah, like six years ago, seven years, no, five, six years ago. The ones that were bad enough to make Utah hazy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, and everything and, makes Utah hazy. <laughs> yeah, but Shit. you know, they were the, the Russian government was putting out propaganda that w- Putin was flying planes and doing all this stuff, and all these people are like, "Oh, I wish Obama would do stuff like that." And it's like, no, you don't, because the moment the man tries to do anything, you're screaming that he's coming to take you and put you in the the secret Walmart prisons. And yeah, and- we had Jade Helm fifteen happen in Utah. And- yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing Imagine happened. that a regular tr- military training exercise just turned out to be that thing. You know, because America, I mean, our special little part of America out here is amazingly a lot like Afghanistan. It actually is. As I've noticed playing the new Metal Gear Solid game, like, wow, this looks a lot like Southern I, Utah. I a, I <laughs> also- I'm talking to soldiers. And in fact, did you know that uh, certain parts of Afghanistan get great ski weather? Yeah. <laughs> it's really it. mountainous in a lot of areas. and There's a lot of sagebrush. And it turns out, yeah, the climate is super duper like Utah. And, and actually, so I think longitudinal, longitudinal. We're about lo- longitudinal, yeah, about the same, really and same elevation. So, and 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 it's a lot like Mars because I know they do tests for, for <laughs> NASA does tests on stuff for Mars out in Utah, amongst other places. Yep. That's because we get really hot days and really cold nights. <laughs> and it's also, Utah. and yeah. we've also got we've also got vast expanses of fucking nothing, nothing. <laughs> rock formations. Like this time's going on I eighty out towards Wendover, oh. and Tucker, you won't know this, but like there's a, of, of course, with uh, Utah being on the border of Nevada, Nevada, sorry, <laughs> that there are gambling <laughs> towns literally on the fucking state line. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a casino called that was called for the longest time the state line casino. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> but in order to get there, you have to drive for about mm, ninety minutes west of Salt Lake. Yeah, you know, after and, you go around the bo- the cusp of the Great Salt Lake, yeah. the bottom of it. And an hour of that is over salt flats. Yeah, and there's nothing out there. I mean, you nothing. have to pass by Doug. Except for and, music videos and car commercials. Yeah, Dugway is the like the new oh, area. Dugway. Because, uh, because there's nothing out there. there Groom Lake, like you're, there's too many people getting close to Area 51 and Groom Lake. So they're like, eh, we'll just move it to the middle of fucking Utah. Nobody wants to go where there. There's, yeah. Where there's nothing. <laughs> it's so boring. I uh, one year, my ex and I drove to. I laughed. I laughed that we can fit the original thirteen colonies pretty much in this state. Yeah. So. Uh, we, what, my ex and I drove to Phoenix, Arizona, one Christmas, 
and large expanses of Utah, I stared out the window just going, oh, God, kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't break down. Please don't break down. Please don't break down. Okay, so we're going to move on to our last video before we cut out for a second break. And we're going to have to be quick about this one because it's Donald Trump. And I know we want to go blueberries on it, but we can't. So uh, I'm going to let him speak his mind real quick, and then I'll cut him off at the point where we need to comment. And, you know, I have as big a heart as anybody here. I have as big a heart as anybody. It's like with the... Except for the Muslims. Ah, Sorry, ah. I'm going to get right back to it. Sorry. Sorry. Help them. Let's do something. But we can't let them come over almost more importantly than anybody. Did you see yesterday the big story about the cell phones and what's on ISIS flags? And all sorts of beheadings and crimes on pictures on their cell phones. Because people are edgy fucking uh, edgelords that like to have yeah. things like that. You know? Okay. First of all, why are people in a migration having cell phones? That was the first question. What? 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 <laughs> I saved the best for last because... <laughs> Trump is I don't understand what he is said. absolutely mystified with the cell phone thing. And we're... We're 30 seconds into a two-minute clip, okay, and he must say cell phone another, like, 20 times. Hang on. I mean, who's paying for those cell phones? Where are they coming from? Who are they calling? These are people. Can you imagine many, many, many cell phones? Why? Where do they get cell phones? Who pays their monthly bill? What do they do? Don't they get billed by the phone company or something? How? I, I asked that. You know, a friend of mine said, you know, they have flags. And he was talking all about the ISIS flags and also the heads on the phones, everything. So, but I said something different. I said, how come they have cell phones? And he said, wow, I never thought of that. You're right. How come they have cell phones? First of all, what's the one thing everybody grabs when they leave their house? Their phone. The phone. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's not a luxury item anymore. That's a necessity item. Nobody has house phones anymore. Fuck off. Yeah. Especially if you're a migrant. Yeah. You don't even yeah. have a house. Yeah. I don't know if he knows about this, but they've got disposable phones. You prepay a certain amount of minutes and then once you're done, you throw them away. Uh, and there's also this thing called Wi Fi. Yeah. 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 You know, if I could get away with having a tablet that had nothing but just like a Wi-Fi connection that I that was actually somewhat reasonable. I could just do with the Google Voice thing, you know. I did that for a couple of years. As a matter of fact, it, it it's not a luxury item like you guys are saying. It's a absolute necessity, necessity, especially in this country. Yeah, especially in this right, country. So we got six. Well, well, um, I Is that have good? Are we done. Because I got I... six. No, hang on. We're gonna keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're not letting them come in. And if they are here, when I get here, they're all going back. They have to. They have to. They have to. You going? Okay, pause on that real quick to say, fuck you, Trump. Yeah, fuck you, Trump. Back. God damn it. I fucking hate. Oh, my God. I fucking hate so much. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to build a wall and make. Motherfucker. Holy shit. Is he going to ring? Is he going to build a wall around the entire goddamn country? Hey, no, he's, hey, he's, he's going to make sure dome? it's going to be like that wall in Pacific Rim. Is it wall? a dome? Because they're flying in. Walls protect our freedom. Just ask North yep. Korea. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking kaiju here. We're talking people. <laughs> we're a bunch of fucking wily humans. You know, we can get around most anything nowadays. Unless that fence goes down into the bedrock and then some. You, you see uh, my cat uh, started looking at me concernedly. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Pay for the wall. You're going to pay for it. 
And I love Mexico and I love the Mexican people and I have thousands of them that work for me and they're incredible. Work. Some of them are even legal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, except the ones that are uh, uh, rapists and drug smugglers. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's not enough whiskey. <laughs> well, good thing we only got like 30 seconds to go and then we can all take a quick look. And I'll tell you what. In the state of Nevada, they recently did a poll, and I'm leading with Hispanics. In other words, oh my God, nobody what? fucking shut no. up your fucking uh-uh. polls, dude. They're first, first of all, first of all, polls are not terribly accurate this time because they're usually limited in demographics and sample size. So he can fuck right off. It in Las Vegas, I'm leading amongst Hispanics among the ten Hispanics that they interviewed who have. I just fucking fucking oh god. Oh. Oh. I'll give you a reliable poll. Fuck you, X. Oh, blue steel. Cat can't scratch it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go to break real quick, and we'll be back with the final segment, and then we'll do a super secret Patreon show for those awesome people out there that donate. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in a minute. Catch you guys then. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast, and I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. We are back. So... Thanks for uh, letting us have that little break there, guys. Not like you could say no anyway. We, we could have taken like 12 hours in between that last one and now, except it would be like morning time now, and I definitely wouldn't be doing podcasts right now. So anyway, Tucker, you are the host of the, uh, in, what is it, an atheist, uh, no, the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. Sorry, I just butchered it there. That's all right. I was going to say an atheist. I'm like, wait, that's, <laughs> is that grammatic? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I would be. But it's the atheist in the trailer park podcast so uh explain to the audience out there uh, primarily what your show is i mean because i know because i listen to it but let everybody else know what it's about and why they should listen uh well let's see here um some weeks i just scream about stuff in the news that that was this week it was great (laughs) (laughs) either irritates me or interests me um other times i read a uh, book called Bible Myths and Their Parallels and Other Religions, which was written in the late 19th century, which predates Joseph Campbell uh, and his whole hero with a thousand faces idea and quotes a lot of Christian scholars backing up the whole thing that uh, Christianity is not terribly original where it got all its material. Yeah, it's definitely not not unique. Well, it's <laughs> it's like saying that our hero's story is not unique. Uh, I mean, uh, there are some people who are like, Christianity absolutely stole from the Egyptians. And I'm just like, mm, probably not actually, like, literally stole. It's more like these were common. These, yeah, they were memes. Yeah. They were common themes that were circulating around the area at the time. Uh, it, I mean, Star Wars is a classic hero's tale that's been kind of going around our stuff for the last thousand years. So, <laughs> yeah. well, and 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 um, like, well, if- except Felicia, th- that took place a long time ago. <laughs> it, it, it was in a galaxy yeah, far, 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 far away. away. <laughs> yeah. But 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 like, if you're you know, if you want to torture somebody and you know, nail them up you're pretty limited into the positions you can nail them and the places you can put the nails. 
Yeah, I, I got a pretty good imagination there. <laughs> well, I mean, but I can nail somebody like I could think of at least this? twenty positions. You, you, seen you, you could do like this. Look at that! <laughs> you didn't think of that, did you? Felicia showing us some. Uh, <laughs> ba- uh, not Bagavagita. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you know, if you're going to nail them up to something fairly simple that you can make with hand tools, then you, you know, you're kind of limited. <laughs> I, I still think it's delicious that the the irony of a uh, a carpenter being nailed to a cross. Just, uh... <laughs> well, okay, funny thing about the carpenter thing. So there's this meme going around where it's like somebody asked if Jesus had a gun, what kind of gun would he have? And somebody posted, oh, yeah. posted a nail right? gun. So I laughed at that. So I show my family, and they're like, yeah, that makes sense. He was a carpenter. <laughs> but, 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 but there's, there's, they're like, oh, being nailed to a cross. Oh, I didn't even get there. Like, <laughs> but, no, they like they weren't offended because my family is ooh, practically atheist. Uh, they just claim the title, like, you know. It's not right. You're going to hell. No, they just were like, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, that works too. Like, <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Blueberries. I still need to have like their microphone recording where I hold the mic and be like, so mom, yeah, son, uh, I'm atheist. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we could do that with my family. They'd be like, shut up. <laughs> we know. <laughs> yes, Felicia. <laughs> Seriously, my mom. We've always known. God. <laughs> they don't, they don't. So Tucker, <laughs> about the show, uh, you do have the, I, what the, the episodes that I really enjoyed is when you were talking about the, uh, and it's primarily because it's, I, I jumped onto your show maybe only a couple of months ago. And uh, the episodes that I was listening to where you were comparing stuff that was brought up in the Christian works, even in the uh, the stuff that's in the Apocrypha. Uh, but it's it's com- comparable to stuff that's in Confucianism at the time and also in the the Vedic works. I can't remember exactly which one it is, but the uh, uh, well, that, that would be the Bhagavad Gita or the Upanishads. Those are the two primaries. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the, the you said the Baha I can't remember what it is, but the damn it, what the hell is the name of that book? Anyway, sorry. No, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, I'm dealing with 18th century or 19th century spellings and pronunciations, so some yeah. of that stuff I just end up guessing on. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with 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 Jesus being a carpenter, that's actually there's some evidence that was a metaphor, and that it, really that's a term they applied to a especially talented rabbi. Mm. And so that he actually wasn't, you know, nailing a actual carpenter. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, or like in uh, the last temptation of Christ building crucif- crosses for people to be <laughs> crucified on. Oh, nothing's the matter. Judas go back to sleep. <laughs> but Okay. That's a good movie. I like Willem Dafoe a lot, yeah. quite a lot. Oh, man. So let's see. Uh, you are currently residing in a trailer park, correct? I mean, I mean, otherwise the title would be misleading. And God, it's like like us being from Oregon and calling ourselves the Utah Outcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I live in. Oregon. Are you? I mean, I I can imagine living. The, I'm not trying to shit on where you live or anything like that. So please, uh, but you have to be entertained by a lot of the stuff that you see around you. Well, actually I, uh, um, funnily enough, the owner is a Mormon deacon. <laughs> oh, you mean, a uh, a, 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 what the hell are they call? I don't, I, Kyle, you and I had the bishop. same reaction. The bishop, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's some, 
high muckety muck in, in the Mormon church. So in, in the area. Yeah. Um, so a bishop would be leading a local ward, mm-hmm. which is a local church house. And then you have a stake president, which is higher than him. He doesn't know the in... fucking ranks. He, I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain it to him though. Like a, a deacon would be like just a dude that has a church, or like someone that works in a church. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he's a deacon. Um, okay. I. I actually only. He's an elder. Yeah, <laughs> I only found that out fairly recently, and I've lived here for a number of years. So that was... I love how eighteen-year-olds can be called elders. Eighteen-year-old yeah. men mm-hmm. can be called They're, elders. No, even at eighteen, you're a boy. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. I it's my favorite <laughs> when an eighteen year old would co- comes to me and tells me how I'm supposed to live my life. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> would you like to see a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> I have actually been tempted to answer the door just straight naked. Like, oh, okay, so maybe you don't you don't know this about me. First of all, I am not ashamed of my body. Like not at all. I've done this show topless a few times. Yep. If if we were not doing this on YouTube, she would probably be doing the shirtless. Yeah, right now. because mostly <laughs> I get clothes. So maybe we may need to switch over to Vimeo. Yeah, seriously, because <laughs> this bitch does not care. And uh, and I've done nude modeling and shit. So like being seen naked is like not a thing to me. So like I've seriously been the only reason I haven't is because that would mean I would have to strip down. Like, just before I answer the door, which sounds like a lot of work. Just walk around in a robe all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine, like, wearing the smoking jacket, well, I, like, around I the house all the time. Well, I family who probably wouldn't appreciate it, so. But, like, when I was, when I lived on my own, yeah, I was just naked. I, like, shut the blinds because technically, because I have breasts, if my breasts are seen, that's illegal. <laughs> Even indoors. Even indoors. In mm-hmm. my own home. That's illegal. Um, but yet you could be a dude outside tanning with your beans hanging out and nobody. Well, well, no, that's technically illegal as well. Oh. Um, but if even if my just my breasts are showing in my own home, I'd say illi- that's illegal. If somebody can see it. If, if like somebody a... else can see into my home and they see my breath, like, but I did, I would shut all the blinds and I just walk around naked. Just put the duct tape over your nipple, not duct tape, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, electrical don't... tape over your nipples, not duct tape. No, <laughs> no. no. And, and I thought Alabama with its uh, dildos being illegal was bad. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's not true, is it? Yes, it is. Oh. I've actually read the law. You can look the law up online. It, you, <laughs> They're considered... The only way you can have one is if you get a doctor's prescription. I mean, obviously you can get a mail order and stuff like that, but um, yeah, it's it, 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 they require a doctor's per, prescription, and you have a dildo yeah. like right there. Like I have like three, <laughs> and you you have a limit on how many you can have. And the fuck you say? <laughs> I, 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 that is suddenly so... you thought it doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> Wait, no, I take that back because I can't get decent beer outside <laughs> outside on Sunday. Suddenly, I need another drink. Holy <laughs> shit. There is a state in the United States where they are limiting what women can put in their vaginas that are safe to put in their vaginas. I want to put it because dildos are made oh, no. with non-porous materials that are safe to use with water-based lubricants. Yay. Well, you could still buy, like, zucchinis and no, stuff. No, that's not. Those are, okay, those are covered in bacterias. I'm joking. 
but, <laughs> but that, that's man? the way they would have you do it there, you know. Yeah, because, because you know what? Because Alabama. if women, because if women you, masturbate, then they'll cheat on their husbands. Because if they enjoy well, sex, they'll cheat or something. If they could do it themselves, what they need me for? Fur. There you go. Fur. I actually yeah. had a young man say that to me once. He's like, I sometimes feel insecure about competing against like those dildos that have like the beads and they vibrate and they can. You're like, dude. Like, you're, shut you're, up. You're, you're competing against the person themselves. You're not competing against the dick. Yeah, I'm like, not... I'm like those. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, don't get me wrong. Those are great for what they do, but sex is sex. Like, I'm like the way. Because like, it's up. more, it's multifaceted, you dumbass. Like, yeah, it's not shut just up, about shut the up, clock, shut you know? up. Like, And I want to, I want to see one of those get a dead mouse out of the corner, you heard? <laughs> or unclog a toilet, you know? I, I want to see one of those, like Patriarchy. hug me when I'm, you know, having a bad day. Like that's, I want to see that dick do that. Yeah. Or you know, just... I would pay to see a dick hug somebody. That'd be great. That <laughs> like, would be. That'd be awesome. The thing is that I, I am genuinely attracted to people. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, that's, like, that's like a real fear of men that like they're like if women get off without men, what do they need men for? It's like, uh, yeah, these are the same insensitive assholes that go like. Well, if they're really lesbians, why are they using a dildo? Yeah, it's exactly the same. <laughs> he once bought. He once brought this same guy brought the stinkiest weed to class. It smelled like a skunk. Oh, and he's like, "Yeah, I got a guy in my pocket." And like me and this other guy were like, "Go put that in your car, you idiot!" Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, he's not gonna smoke it right there. Why the fuck are you carrying it around? You smell like a skunk. Asshole. I'm just gonna eat it, you know. I'm, I'm carrying it around it. just like I carry around my gun, you know. You uh, never know when you're gonna. Uh, need sorry, it. but blueberries. Blueberries. <laughs> so Tucker, where where can people find your show? Obviously on iTunes because that's where I picked right, it up from. Right, right. Um, Stitcher. Uh, Sweet. Uh, you'll forgive me. I've been up since four thirty, four o'clock this morning. So yeah, we apologize. <laughs> we we always make everybody run the late gamut on the show. Uh. Tparkatheist.blogspot.com. There we go. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Seriously, go listen to the show. It's a really great time, uh, especially because I've I've come like I've said earlier. I've come away learning more. Tucker, than, you've been a delight. Then I walked guess. into. Thank you. It's it's been a lot of fun having you on here. So um, with that, uh, I don't really have anything else for our main topic. I mean, me and Kyle could. We could talk about Star Wars, and I'm not going to say anything spoilery. <laughs> I'm just going to say that it's a great fucking Star Wars movie. Don't go to it expecting a Tarantino movie. Don't go expecting a J.J. Abrams movie. It's a Star Wars movie. It's it, it's not paint by numbers, but goddamn what a movie. I mean, that is literally how you do a Star Wars movie. It's it's up there. It's up there with Empire. Yeah, I, it, I, those two are on a tier of their own. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm I uh, I actually have plans to see this on the 27th now. So <laughs> I do. I just I uh, I I text the fella and was like, hey, so you want to do this? And he goes, you obviously don't know me. I'm like, so yes. He goes, yes. <laughs> so we're gonna move into our final segment so we can get out of here for the night. Um, and that's gonna be uh, you pick either a high point, and low point for the week. And I'm saying this for Tucker's benefit. Uh, share something with the audience, a stranger in a strange land. But I'm going to go first because the host can do that. Sometimes I can pull that card. Uh, so my high point, Star Wars movie. Yes. And my low point, 
was when I arrived at work on Wednesday and uh, having a fun conversation with the boss headed into the, the room that I work in and they get into the area and I'm starting to log into my computer, you know, just usual work a day shit. And then all of a sudden I hear them talking about, oh, my son came home from school today and they were teaching him about gender fluidity. And I'm like, oh, I'm interested in this because I actually know some stuff about this. I happen to have many people that are uh, pangender and I have a handful of people that are transgender friends, you know. And so they were sitting around talking about the stuff and gender fluid, gender fluidity and everything. And the person's like, I wish they would have had that when I was in school. And I'm making, of course, this is a accent of somebody that doesn't have this accent. I wish they had that when I was in school because I would love to have gone into the girls locker room. God, fuck you. Not you, obviously. The person who said that. No, no, no. And so and when he said this, I chimed in. I'm like, I mean, okay, it wasn't girls, girls, uh, uh, locker room. It was the girls' bathroom. Ew, even more. And I'm, ew. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, why? So you can go in there and like listen to someone and take a piss or like take a dump. I mean, because <laughs> that, because that's what goes on in those rooms, you know. Let's change our tampon. Uh, I, and so I like he's talking her. about this stuff, and like mm. the boss brought up about how having, uh, because I said I like I'm a bit more radical than you guys are. I think you should have a you should have a gender neutral bathroom, and they're like, no, 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 we shouldn't have those. I'm like, okay, well then, how about we make every bathroom unisex? And they're like, no, no, we completely disagree with that. Wait, I work for the trans. And, well, why? And I'm like, well, what? Why would you be in pro- like in transition? She's, she's yeah. clearly worked. Um, I don't give a fuck if she's my- fuck. Frankly, I don't give a fuck if 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 the men's bath like I don't give a fuck if the men's bathroom's not being used and a man uses my bathroom like the because it's like a single door in our work. Like I don't give a fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> and I've I've been in a couple of drinking situations where you're in a men's room and the girl comes in, notices that there's a stall open. Fuck it, I'm going to use that one because you know what. Lines at the girls' bathroom is a real thing. Yeah, it is. It really mm-hmm. is. And seriously, who gives a fuck? Yeah, and that's exactly what I was talking about here. Like how I think bathrooms should be unisex. And these people were like, "No, no, no, I disagree with you there." And keep in mind the 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 median age group here is about fifty. Hey, you know hey, hey! I res- and I, and I'm not I'm not knocking people that are of a certain age, but I'm just saying that there are people that close their minds out to this kind of thing because, like, that's not how I'd done it. Seriously? You know, you know what I really, you know what I really think that comes down to the inability to learn. They don't, they don't want to confront, they don't want to confront the fact that girls poop. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's, that that was just ruin it for them. It's well, the boss of mine decided to say like. I don't think we should have unisex ones because uh, rape will happen more often no. in those bathrooms. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, if a if a boy's in a girl's room, there's more of a chance that he would, you know, do something like that. I'm like, no. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you telling me that boys are more likely to rape because they're around women? Are we like the Saudis and you have to cover up women because we can't control ourselves? Yes, that is what they And believe. I started to get that really fucking believe. heated. That's what they believe. That's why women need to dress modestly because boys can't control themselves. Seriously, like, I was well, told that in a young women's media me- meeting room. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think this would happen. The rape would happen a lot more. I'm like, if you had more traffic into a room where everybody used the same bathroom, there would be less likely of a chance that there would be Seriously, a because they'd get used to seeing each other's bodies. They'd be like, nope. And that's my and here's topic. The thing. Bring here's up here the in thing. A second, and they're but... like, oh, that'll ruin the mystery of sex. No, it won't. Because here, let me tell you something. Um, touching, touching another person 
is sexy. And when yes. you consent to that and you both are like into it, that's fucking sexy. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. My boyfriend knows that I will show everyone my boobs. Like I'll be like, mm, boobs. And he like he like laughs about it. And he is the, he gets to touch them. And it's awesome. Yep. Everyone can see them. So, he gets to touch them. And, and, and so that applies I, to my belly, my hips, and well, not my shoulders, because sometimes like old people will be like, oh, you're a sweet lady. Like, but like he gets to, like there's this touch thing, like this sexual touch thing that makes a fucking difference. And yeah. by the fucking way, men are not fucking animals. They're not animals. They're not. They shouldn't be. No, no. Well, we're all animals. Okay, they are. <laughs> they're not. They're not beasts. Let me yeah, put it yeah. that way. Okay, they're not the. They're not. They're not subject to these primal urges that they can't control. And oh, they well, see a beautiful woman, and now they just have to rape her. That's not how this once goes. We, once we got past the rape thing, he started talking about. Well, there would definitely be more instances of creepy thing, creeper things happening, like people putting <clears throat> cameras underneath bathroom stalls. Well, that happens I'm like, all the time. And if that, that happens, happens anyway. I'm like, said, let them do that to me because they what's have to stop a guy a day for them. What's to stop a guy from waiting to prey on a woman in a in a woman's bathroom and rape her? What's to stop somebody from doing creeper shit in a bathroom, even if it's not unisex? Yeah, Nothing. Yeah. Nothing's gonna stop them because you know what? That's their proclivity. They want to do that kind of thing. I really don't. I, I don't. I don't say that it's a good thing, but I'm just saying they're they're if they're inclined to do something, it doesn't matter the fucking. Yeah, venue. and um, I really don't care about sharing a bathroom with men, other than and I don't know why this is my perception, but men are more stinky. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our, our 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 loams are quite <laughs> robust. <laughs> Seriously, like hey, and we're proud of it too. I live. Yeah, I, you, lived you, with I, a I turn men. around to look every time. I've lived like, with yeah. a couple men through my life. And um, their bathroom business is something to behold. <laughs> hey, well, you know, we, can't, we, we take pride in that. We can't. Look at and the I'm not saying that I haven't had some stinky poops in my time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have. But so, I'm just saying, like, I don't remember a time. And maybe it was because they were being polite. But I don't remember a time where my stink <laughs> took up the, like, entire, like, floor of an area like where like you can't walk past the door closed with a fan on like i don't remember when that has happened so <laughs> but, but the, you don't um... understand we can't give birth it's the closest we'll ever come down <laughs> i made butt babies yay <laughs> so beyond the creeper shit and the rapist thing and everything that was happening there um I told I tried to stress to the boss that it's an important he's like he he was mainly concerned because this was happening at his kid's school and he doesn't think his kids should be exposed to this kind of stuff. It should be taught from home. Oh, and I, I, I vehemently agree with the, disagree with this, but I'm, I'm going to keep it on this one topic here is that the important thing is that kids are exposed to how the world is instead of how they think it should be. Agreed. And so he was talking about how he would have to go home and deprogram his kid. And I jokingly said that earlier in the show about mm -hmm. deprogramming and stuff like that. My kid's not going to be susceptible to religion unless she somehow meets a guy in the future that's ultra hot and she wants to be with him kind of thing. And hopefully she would think more of the 
I'm more important than his looks, you know, kind of thing. But anyway, uh, anyway, deprogramming his kid. And I chimed in with something about, you know, how about you just tell him what your beliefs are and allow him to make up his own mind. Uh, Teach him critical thinking uh, skills. uh, 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 And with the local predominant religion, no, you're not allowed to have critical thinking skills. No, no, no. Those are bad. You're not supposed to think about these things. You're not supposed to question things. You're not supposed to be a skeptic about Uh -uh. things. You were supposed to do what your patriarchy before you got your do. faith yeah questions are bad and i said Read that this culture and i was telling him that this culture of you know teaching kids from home this should be taught from home has led us to the current state that we are in now mm-hmm. where science teachers can't even can't strictly teach evolution they have to give equal time to the other bullshit creationist nonsense out oh, there. God. and so he said that he even had a problem with evolution. Oh God! God. And I'm like, I'm like, what problem could you possibly have with evolution? Every fucking scientist, besides two, says <laughs> two. Yeah, that he said that it didn't always line up whenever the research came out, and I'm like, what and I, 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 I what fucking do you mean? no, hang on. <laughs> this is what I said here. I kid you fucking not. This is a guy. That is responsible for making sure my time card's good and make sure that I get a good performance review and all this other shit and make sure that I'm I'm gainfully employed. I said to him straight up, I said, citation needed. <laughs> I called him. I'm like, I'm like, does it line up? What do you mean by this? I need a citation. Give me an example where where uh, evolution doesn't evolution quote unquote when, line up. I'm like, Darwin we've been able to it? guess. Darwin proposed it as a hypothesis. Mind you, we've, we've he didn't been even able propose to... it as a theory. He proposed it as a hypothesis, and we had a lot of evidence then. And now we have mountains and mountains and mountains of evidence. We've been able to determine when, it, like, where we should be able to find, like, the fish, the TikTalic that we found. DNA comparative. We we found a fucking fossil because we said, okay, ideally, if we were looking for a transition fossil for this kind of thing, even show this. Fucking it should be here. It should be here, and it should be around this depth. And the fucking worked. We are able to guess one. where shit is in the strata. One. <laughs> one rabbit. One rabbit fossil in a Precambrian era would fucking throw it all to shit. Not <laughs> one has been found. One rabbit. One. <laughs> fucking we've... one bug. Just a bug. Like any bug in Precambrian. And I'm not talking bacteria. I'm talking like a bug, like, you know, with yeah. antenna yeah. and one, just fucking one. We even found a croco duck, which they f- <laughs> <laughs> said it wouldn't exist. <laughs> does, that even, does that even exist? Here, you want your crocodile? Here's your fucking crocodile. Here's your golden crocodile, Ray Comfort. Jesus. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, it's so. really, like over and over they're like yeah like like they can't help but just be like stumble upon more evolution now like they're like <laughs> oh shit floored. we just found another missing link you guys like we floored. didn't know like, we were even looking at this it's fucking crazy it just happened or they, they found that recent cave where it had multiple specimens of mm-hmm. the same genus yeah yep. we, we didn't and everybody's like well there's only like 50 of them i'm like do you realize how fucking big of a gold mine it is to find something like that no. <laughs> but they didn't find that other missing link nobody well they didn't find the, the they didn't find the one between lucy and this one like nope no, they've already found that it, you dumbass they found so many like the future off <laughs> like found... it's like 150 and he's like well where's this one between this one okay we have that one <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, that was my low for the week. Um, I'll let you guys go ahead. All right, may I? I got it. Okay, um, I'm done. I'm fucking done <laughs> with Christmas music. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like there is one Christmas song, and Chris uh, X here promised me that he played at the end of the song, at uh, the end of the show, and I love that song, and that's a great Christmas song. That's the only great Christmas song left because the rest of the- all right, baby, it's cold outside. We are done with that song. We need to be as a society. It's terrible. Like every fucking time. It's not. It's just super. Gosh, I should go. No, no, you shouldn't go. Okay, that's not a sexy thing to say. That's you know you want it. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you're a good girl. God, I hate yeah. that song. Uh, funny thing, I actually asked one of my my trainers when I was like when I was working out more to turn that song off. I said, "Ah, uh, no." But um, Christmas, okay. I literally <laughs> heard "All I Want for Christmas Is You" two times in a row today by two different artists. Oh man. Um, <laughs> um simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Was uh, a, should it, never be remade. It's a terrible song from the first one. Oh, Paul McCartney oh. wrote some great songs. Now, hey, Paul McCartney in 1987 admitted he hadn't written a good song since John Lennon died. Yeah, in that's 1987. Was... He said that. Yeah, that oh, that's a, too bad. I that's liked a Wings. Terrible fucking <laughs> song. Oh, Christmas comes about this time each year. About you know, it does come <laughs> the same I, my, fucking my time every year. That whole song is a choir of school children sing their songs they've practiced all year long. I'm I'm like motherfucker. I was in choir for years. No, we fucking didn't practice Christmas songs all year. Well, and the kids just sing ding dong, ding dong. Yeah, ding dong. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, yeah, I, and I bet I'll teach I'll teach those kids ding dong every year. It was terrible. Oops. The original was terrible, and now they've remade <laughs> it into all these pop remixes, and they're worse. And why why are there so many songs from adults asking Santa Claus for a lover? And and specifically in all of these songs, they're like Santa. I definitely believe in you, and it's just it's fucking creepy. All right. Well, because Yahoo Personals isn't working for him anymore. <laughs> it's, it's it's not. But really, who would? It's appealing to a higher power. Who, you know, who wouldn't like to find a, you know a nice sex life person, sex slave under the tree? A hand job. I, it, I it would don't... be you know everybody wants to come down Christmas morning and find their own gimp under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> you want to find your own leather man underneath the tree <laughs> in his box. Oh, uh, sorry, Santa. I should have been more specific. And the boy band songs where it's okay, there's seriously and I I don't even know the name of the song, but I've heard it way too many times to be sane about this anymore. But it's like like I'll Almost kiss over. you all night underneath my tree. I wish Santa was here to see. What the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking weird. That's a weird fucking thing to say. Did, like did, did they follow it up with I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus? And that was gonna be my next point. Can adults stop singing that song, please? Because that's well, if, I don't even know what to do with that anymore. If Felicia hadn't picked a song for us to use at the end here, I would probably be picking Santa Claus as a black man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you I have, have a favorite. I have a favorite Christmas song. There's one Christmas song, and that's White Wine in the Sun by Tim Minchin, that it does not make me hate everything. And I just I like I listen to these and I like I want to throw things. I'm like, why is anyone singing about this? This is fucking weird. 
Fuck, I love boobs, though. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard I am Santa Claus? No. It's (laughs) Is it done like Black Sabbath style? I am Santa Claus. Yes, yes, it is. And and one of the... (laughs) <laughs> one of the, like one of the lines is how much does he weigh? It takes eight reindeer to pull his sleigh. Um and then like it ends with leave him cookies and beer, he'll stop first at your house next year. Uh so I've been reading this, this books called The Dresden Files, and okay, funny thing is in the old Norse lore, uh Odin himself used to come and deliver gifts to children and in Respect to his eight-legged horse, they would leave sugar cubes and hay. Yeah. Um, Uh, So in these books, uh, Odin is Kris Kringle. He is Santa Claus. So who participates in the wild hunt, which hunts down some poor motherfucker every year. So So let's get to your second. Okay. So the second thing I want to talk about was, um, so my assistant has been performing uh, like a person. Reasons. Not quite derp anymore. No, no, um, because I've had a chance to train her. So she's been doing she's been doing really well. <laughs> but her and I got talking day and she told me she doesn't celebrate Christmas and I had a suspicion. Let's talk here. <laughs> I had a suspicion. Um, but she kinda was vague about it. And it turns out yes, because and I said, So do you celebrate the new year? And she was like, No, because pagan. And I said, okay, first of all, no. <laughs> the current new year has nothing to do with the pagan new year, because the pagan new year was the solstice. It's lunar. Yeah. So no um and she goes but it stands for something i don't remember what it means and i'm like it was a gregory it was an arbitrarily decided gregorian calendar thing and our calendars flawed anyway and she's like well that's true but i it was a bad thing and she and i go so and she goes and and christmas with its whole pagan thing and i go pagan is bad and she's like "Mm mm-hmm like Lady, you do realize that pagan is everything not Christian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, was like, I was like, and pagan's bad. She's like, yep. And I'm like... See, I go with the dragnet definition of pagan. People against goodness. <laughs> <laughs> niceness, niceness. Oh, niceness, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I, like, I don't... I don't it's a Dan Aykroyd movie. But here's where it got weird, all right? So I'm like, all right, well, fine, whatever. So she finally confesses she's a Jehovah's Witness and... Oh, uh, and I, and I really wanted to be like, oh, that's as bullshit as Mormonism. <laughs> there is bullshit, and then there's super bullshit. Yeah, um, like, but I didn't. Jesus disappearing, and he's actually Michael. You know? And I, but I didn't because I, I didn't want to meet with HR, and because so, <laughs> I'm technically her boss, and so I just let that go. Uh, but then later, she was telling me about meditation i was like yeah my uh, my ex-brother-in-law took this meditation class and now by the way meditation can be something done without woo like one can meditate without believing in anything it's great i do it all the time and uh so i was like yeah you took this class and they told him men and women have to meditate different she goes oh no they do and i went what (laughs) (laughs) and she goes because they're different and i go um Mm. they're far more alike than not and she goes yeah but sexually and i seriously was this close to being like oh you mean like lesbians <laughs> like, what do you mean they're different sexually like we both have the, like <laughs> testicles and ovaries are the same endometrial tissue the clitoris and the penis are basically the exact same thing the labia 
are the scrotum. Like, they're the same fucking... What do you mean they're different sexually? We all like to fuck. I didn't, but I didn't. Yep. And so... Um, <laughs> Good for you. I know. I was... It took some, Good effort, for you. It took some serious fucking effort on my part, because I was about to, like, get descriptive with genitalia there. <laughs> you know, and for most people, like, it's a scientific term. It's a it's a word. But, it means something. Uh, not to... Not to people in Utah. No. <laughs> no say the no, word clitoris, no. and now that's offensive. I, I that's had a to, myth. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I seriously was just gonna, like, I was that close to being like, they're the same. So, like, and and it turns out that you can't actually measure the sex drives different sex drive differences between males and females because they're varying disparately between uh, the all the populations. Turns out, yeah, um, every one of them has uh, nymphos and mm-hmm. then asexuals. Yep, or yeah, asexuals. Spectrum. It's a range. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? And uh, yeah, males and females actually not that different. And so I'm I'm sort of sick of that. Like whole females are crazy. Like they're like, oh, and on their periods they get hormonal. I'm like, did you know that males go through cycles as well? But theirs are less predictable. Daily. <laughs> uh, no, not hourly. Necessarily. They are daily, but there are even more dips and and flows. Dips and troughs. Dips and troughs. Yeah, there's and valleys. Yeah. Troughs and valleys. There's there's more of that, but they're unpredictable because they're based on circumstance. So yeah. yes, men can be having their man period. And you have no idea when they're having it. There's got to be a better word for it. Man period. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So you don't want to say myriad. Manstration. Manstration. They're manstration. They could be hot there, they're manstration, but you have no idea. At least with like with me, I'll be like, I'm fucking grumpy today. Oh, that's why. Like, at least no, I can like. Oh, <laughs> but like, I seriously have like. Like, you can't know with men. It's like, are you being an asshole because you're, like, low testosterone or, like, what is it? But. I tell you what, Peggy. So it goes beyond <laughs> that. But then she tells me that she practices Tai Chi. And I'm oh, like. Uh, and, the martial art? <laughs> yes, martial art. And initially I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what? That's a great exercise. But then she's, like, telling me, like, about her chakras and shit. And I'm like, wait a fucking second, bitch. That wait. is Pagan. <laughs> exactly. That's some pagan ass shit, right? You're there. a G dub. You shouldn't she's even a, be talking. Yeah, about she's this. a terrible Jehovah Witness. She has no idea what the fuck she's talking about with her own religion. Because like she told me, pagan's bad, but she can't tell me what the fuck is pagan. Like I just said, oh yeah, why is pagan bad? She, uh, uh. It just is. It just is. Nudge, nudge. No gaybush. No gaybush. No, like I like the Tai Chi is pagan. Like, by every yeah. definition, it's pagan. So, uh, I had, so that was uh, my week. I Today, actually, I had just be like, okay, shut it down. Just tired. You're done. Shut it down. And then you gotta get up soon to do it again. <laughs> so, uh, that leaves Tucker and Kyle. Uh, what about you guys? By all means, go ahead, Tucker. You're the guest. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I my high would have to be talking to you guys. That's <laughs> yay. Yeah. Uh, should have higher points than that, man. <laughs> but thank Katie you. There, she, you're, you're, he, she, I called her she, he, cause he is very prominently a he. <laughs> He's a cutie pie. Yeah. Um, gosh. And, and well, my, my, my low, um, would have to just be dealing with work. I, uh, <laughs> isn't it always? No, isn't it always? Mine was a low point. Hers was a low point. <laughs> I uh, 
I work for a company that makes commercial kitchen equipment. And uh, so I spent the past two days buried in uh, sink bowls, which no. to clean the, yeah. it, they weld them up. And then we, ha I have to grind the welds out and it's the nastiest part of the job. And I, uh, you know, and people don't realize how fucking gross welding is <laughs> and cleaning all that shit up. Oh yeah, I, I did. I did that for a number of years for uh, a company out here in Utah. And and, and since it, it deals with food processing, it has to be perfectly smooth. So not porous. Yeah. yeah. So there's no no no. Trust me, that's important. As somebody who works in food. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we probably made the 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 some of the stuff you use. I actually don't use a lot of high tech equipment because I do artisan and specialty cheese. We don't make high tech equipment. <laughs> we make sinks. We're yeah, sinks. Okay, kit, yeah. We use a three D steel sink. counters. Stuff no, like we that. use wood blocks. Well, well yeah. And we use uh to to cut everything, we use a wire cutter. Yeah. So it's it's like and it's made in England, so I know you didn't do that one. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we do have a three compartment sink. Yeah, we, we may have made that. Um, like if you have a refrigerated display cabinet, we may have made part of that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's not just a display cabinet. It's like an entire... I mean, who doesn't have a refrigerated <laughs> display cabinet? <laughs> the, the, the funniest, the, the one thing I've, I've learned is um, I one time I was in an Ikea store uh, because there's there ain't none around where I live and because <laughs> it's fern and stuff but um i was going home to ohio and and my brother and his girlfriend were i was with them and we had to stop off at the ikea store in cincinnati and they had a stainless steel sink for sale and i didn't really need it but i was kind of curious because it was like 25 bucks. And, eh, yeah, know. that's how Ikea works. That is, that's <laughs> how I, yeah, welcome to Ikea. Fuck that place. And I, like, I, I don't need a mortar and pestle, but it's like $2. Fuck, <laughs> and, I, and I was looking at the thing, and it was like, it, it was it was like razor, literally almost as thin as a razor blade. And the stuff we work with is a hell of a lot thicker. Than like a couple of, <laughs> like eight times more gauge. Yeah, and I'm like, I could get one at work. They'd give me one if I really, if I wanted one, and it would be right. thick metal. Per <laughs> Perks of the job. I, if I, I can get a sink if I need it. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, if, if 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 it had been decent quality, I, I might have actually bought it. But I was like, you know, I'd drop a glass in the sink and it'd punch through the metal. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to IKEA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what about you, Kyle? What about, what's uh, your high and low, or what do you got for the week? Well, Star Wars is definitely a high point. It's yay! It really, really is. It was good. I'm I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so, so happy with that movie. Okay, because it. we got a good one finally. Yeah, yeah we've we been did. waiting a while Six for a good one. <laughs> I will see it. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a, a a high point. Um, oh god. So low points. Uh, for about. Uh, for the better part of a week, maybe a week and a half, uh, a friend of mine uh, that I that I work with decided to kind of start some shit on his Facebook, uh, anta antagonizing <laughs> another friend of his who's uh, a young Earth creationist. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh <man. laughs> so, so I so I decided to have fun with him, and we were jumping in, and I it, it got to the point where he's posting. Um, Kent Hovind videos 
Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, and, and by the uh, and at, at the point where he's basically um completely disavowing knowledge not knowledge, but where, where he says that fossils don't really exist. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not. From God. Yeah. Did they're you not know really that Sue <clears throat> in the Field Museum in Chicago is not a sculpture? She is the bone. Yeah, it, it, it Sue, just... the most complete Tyrannosaurus Rex sculpt uh, skeleton ever found. The that is on display now. You can't touch her. You can't get even anywhere close enough to touch her. But she and yes, it is a female. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she is the bones. <laughs> and, and, and and some of the bones not on Sue, but on other fossils, they've cracked them open and found actual biological matter DNA. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, but they found them. I know it's it's amazing, but you know, no, these things these things <laughs> don't don't really they're not really they're not really they fossils. Don't they're, 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 not not really they're not that old. You know, <laughs> you know he's. It's, like, it's, it's a it's a it's a game of constantly moving goalposts and oh that's not really evidence that doesn't really count as evidence and uh or because i don't you know, feel it yeah yeah you know it's all about feeling you know and it, it always comes back she's like well you're just you're just you know using other people's work you're not doing your own like i'm not a fucking evolutionary biologist i understand this shit <laughs> no but, but let me show you all these sources <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know the way this thing works. Somebody, I don't have to be an expert. Somebody does somebody the research. Else is an expert. <laughs> they publish it. Everybody hey. else reads it and goes, "Yeah, okay, we get that." And that's, that's let me, good. Let me try to prove this guy wrong. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. Oh wow, we can't prove him wrong. That's <laughs> the way it works. So yeah, yeah no, he yeah. he asked for evidence, and I think I posted seventeen the thing, different the thing sites and articles understand. and documents. Uh, but they were they were the articles, not from a source that he. Here's he the thing: that of they course, don't. yeah. 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 See, he, he says, "Oh, you're not doing the research yourself." Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing: is that personal well, research there? is not is not is not relevant. Your personal you experience is irrelevant unless it can be verified by outside sources. Mm-hmm. Because we to establish what is reality, we all have to agree. We all have to agree what reality on is. what a reality is. So it's like, oh, yeah. there's a glass. There's there's a glass right here, and. You all have to say, "Yep, there's a glass right there." I don't. I don't agree with you. I don't believe what you're saying. We can't verify that there's a glass right there. Then how could you prove it? Were you there? I was there, there. actually. (laughs) But it doesn't matter because I could have just hallucinated the glass. So those, you know, we we could just be big pots of chemicals just randomly yeah. burping into the void. You know, it's like, oh, okay, that's fine if you want. But we're all separate consciousnesses, as far as we can tell, through a lot of evidence actually and so when we all experience something we can say yes we agree that this thing is there and so to expand that further we say okay i found this evidence of this and then everyone comes in and says let me disprove that and then they can't disprove it so they go yeah all right (laughs) and that is how we agree on the truth it's such an effective method that in the last 200 years we've gone from dying at 35 to not sure if going to sustain all of us. Landing on the moon. Landing yeah. on the yeah. motherfucking moon. We've we've gone from flights that lasted oh like I can't remember what what was the Kitty Hawk flight I can't remember. But there were there were a few of them um, with it's, but they were it's a few not seconds. quite the even not even quite the length of current airplanes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
And the 747 is e- easily like twice or if not three times as long as that flight lasted. Exactly. But it can't be done. Never be done. Yeah, yep, that's the thing. Is that this this <laughs> method of establishing reality is so it's called the scientific method. It's, you may have heard of it once or twice. It's, pretty, it's I, so I, I, effective at establishing uh, truth basically that we have surpassed every expectation for humanity that ever existed before now. Fucking yep, I magic. Can... I am talking to you on magic. Right now. <laughs> it, was, it, it's, it's, it was an incredibly fun exercise in, in futility. And I, I really, I can't fathom the, this, this mindset is so That's amazing. Exercise in futility. Oh, it's, it, it's just, it's amazing. And to the point where it, it, it by the time I'm just mocking his sources, saying they're completely irrelevant, they're no, they're they're, like they're feelings. just yeah. It's like oh, you're just I'm not even going to talk to you anymore. You're just you're proud of like, your ignorance. I'm like, yep, sure, I I fucking am. Yeah, fine. All my ignorance <laughs> right, with all this in. information <laughs> and all yeah. this research, but mm-hmm. you jackass, you're right. You oh, yeah. and your three sources. I'm mm-hmm. the ignorant. Go wallow in your pig shit. Oh you yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's Luvians. There you go. And then I and then I had a uh, a wonderful experience. Uh, so these recent huge snowstorm, this massive snowstorm that we just had. Hey, yeah. Yep. Shoveling sucks. Yeah, really that's really what sucks. I talked about in the first segment. But yeah. we have there. There's the local, the local uh, Boy Scouts. Yeah, yeah the uh, the local whatever chapter of the church. The local beg for money yeah. because we don't get it from so they come out it snows and they go around they do you know they shovel some people's driveways and they do things and there are some people doing that with these nice industrial snow blowers and they'll go and they'll do things they'll they'll remove the snow ice dams built up by the plows in front of mailboxes and driveways in front of my fucking yeah. car yeah <laughs> the other, the, in front of the jehovah's witness church no, that was fucking clear because there was nobody fucking there. But in front of my, they could have turned the plow. They could have turned the blade and done it towards the Jehovah's Witness Church where there was nobody. But no, they blocked our cars in. And later you down the street, it? it was on the opposite side of the church, the the street. They could have done it, but they didn't because they're assholes. Because <laughs> Jabez. Yeah, <laughs> but they what they what they like to do is they they like to do my neighbor's house and they come right up and they stop at the property line. And they <laughs> they don't fucking touch my my house. Oh my god! Yeah, and I'm I'm at the end of the street. Yeah, you're at the you're bottom a corner house at the bottom of a hill. So I've got I've got the storm drains that get covered that I've got to uncover. I've got the intersection. I've got the crosswalk. I've got these all these things. Because I'm an asshole. I about that our super Mormon neighbor who knows none of us are religious at all and knows personally that I'm the president of Atheists of Utah came and brought his snowblower to help get my car out that the plow buried me in. Mm-hmm. No, because that's what Jesus would do. No, because he's he's not a dick. No, because he's a good guy. He's not yeah. a dick. Yeah. So because he tre- he treats people with the way they wouldn't be treated. And when he went out of town, we were he was there were some robberies in the area. So he's like, mm-hmm. "We keep an eye on my house." And we're like, "You bet your ass, we will." Like, <laughs> of course. So because yeah. unity. wait, wait, wait. There's 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 crime in in Mormon Mecca. 
Oh, oh man, yeah. There's lots of <laughs> Lots of it. Oh, these yeah. There's, petty, there's... These are some petty little shit crimes. Like, they're, yeah. they're like middle of the day kind of crimes. Yeah. Well, we, we do have that one, that one very organized crime syndicate. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's, one. That's, that's head, headquartered here. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, fuck Mr. Snowblower guy that yeah, refuses, refuses to go an extra five feet to clear away the driveway Dickhead. and the fucking storm drains that freeze up. So, so yeah, I get home from work and that's what I've got to do. I've got to, <laughs> I've got to do that until the sun goes down, which if you're getting home at four thirty, five o'clock in, <laughs> so in the pretty winter, much down at that point. Really? yeah, the sun's yeah. going down at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, that's going to bring this episode to a close. Uh, many thanks for Tucker for joining us this episode. Uh, and again, heaps of praise and support for Robert Lee and Dan for pledging their support for our show. Uh, we're off to go record the after show, but uh, we'll catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, happy holidays and you're welcome. Bon nuit. Good night, everybody. See ya. I really like Christmas. It's sentimental, I know, but I just really like it. I am hardly religious. I'd rather break bread with Dawkins than Desmond too, too, to be honest. Yes, I have all of the usual objections To consumerism, to the commercialization of an ancient religion To the westernization of a dead Palestinian press Ganged into selling playstations and beer But I still really like it forward to Christmas Though I'm not expecting A visit from Jesus I'll be seeing my dad My brother and sisters My gran and my mum They'll be drinking white wine in the sun Seeing my dad, my brother and sisters, my gran and my mum. They'll be drinking white wine in the sun. I don't go in for ancient wisdom. I don't believe just cause ideas are tenacious It means that they're worthy I get freaked out by churches Some of the hymns that they sing have nice chords But the lyrics are dodgy And yes, I have all of the usual objections to the miseducation of children who in tax-exempt institutions are taught to externalize blame and to feel ashamed and to judge things as plain right or wrong but I quite like the song
expecting big presents The old combination of socks, jocks and chocolates is just fine by me Cause I'll be seeing my dad My brother and sisters, my gran and my mum They'll be drinking white wine in the sun I'll be seeing my dad My brother and sisters, my gran and my mum They'll be drinking white wine in the sun safe in this world My sweet blue-eyed girl And if my baby girl When you're 21 or 31 And Christmas comes around And you find yourself 9,000 miles from home You'll know Sisters and me and your mum will be waiting for you in the sun. The game that I've been playing a lot is um, the the new Metal Gear Solid that came out, and you essentially just get to free roam Kabul, Afghanistan, like the the outskirts of there, and so like there's all these Russian outposts, and I just keep fucking with the Russians, and I can't stop doing it. I mean, I mean, I may end up dying and stuff like that, but you just hit reload. But it's just like this is too much fun, just like throwing like empty clips behind the guy, and they turn around and you shoot him in the ass with a tranquilizer dart. And just... <laughs> 
Next thing you know, they fall asleep and you're lifting them up into stratosphere with this like extraction balloon kind of thing. And I giggle every fucking time that like the guy screams as he's flying off into the stratosphere. <laughs> Take that, Vladimir it. Putin. Take that, Russian. I'm going to give you a better life in America. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. I don't know. Right? <laughs> we get if the Republicans win next year, we're screwed. Oh. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. As a business owner, your nightmares might sound like this. But advertising on Cats Digital can turn your nightmares into this. Hi, how can I help you? I'll be right with you. You see, Cats Digital is the only true audio anywhere advertising. You'll be talking directly to your customers on any device, any place, and any time while they're listening to music, talk shows, and podcasts. Now that's a great dream. Wake up your business at katzdigital.com.